Hey everybody, it's episode 281 of PodQuest. Yeah! Hey! It's Wednesday, January 8th, 2020. It's gonna take me a little while for that not to sound weird. That just sounds weird. Yeah, it does. 2020 is a weird sounding year. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I didn't know how I wanted to say it either. I didn't know if I wanted to do 2020 or 2020. I didn't like the 2020. Maybe next week I'll try 2020. I like 2020 more than 2020. I don't know. 2020 sounds like vision or a shitty news program. Yeah. 2020 isn't that bad of a news program. I've never watched it. I just assumed it was bad. They they have some... Because it's like long form stories and not just... Yeah. Like, here's what happened. So it's it's... A, a more interesting news program than a normal news. I prefer Good Morning America Hour 3 with Who's... Strahan and the two other people. Oh, man. <laughs> sure. It's on at like 2 in the afternoon, but it's still Good Morning America. <laughs> yeah. Good Morning America is always Good Morning America. I mean, I guess 2 in the afternoon. Well, so... It's still technically 11 o'clock in the West Coast. It's also yeah. only like 7 a.m. in Hawaii. But it's there also... So it's also three hours after Good Morning America ends. So it's Good Morning America is on from like 8 to 10. And then it's like regular news and I think like a soap opera until 1 or 2. And then from 1 to 2 or 2 to 3 is Good Morning America. It's literally called Good Morning America Hour 3, Kiki, <laughs> Strahan, and somebody. That's so weird. I only know who Michael Strahan is. I have weird. no idea who the two other fucking people are. Yeah. Weird. So yeah. weird. I need to find out who the other people are. Continue with the intro and I'll look it up. All right. Well, anyway, I'm Chris. Drew's here. Hello. Walnuts is here. Yep. And yeah, it's another episode. Um, it's 2020. 2020. No, I, I don't like that either. You have to figure out something. Start working on your Barbara Walters impression. I've never actually seen 2020. Kiki Palmer, Sarah, um, man, damn it. That's not what I You're wanted. the worst Googler <laughs> I've ever fucking seen. No, Google, I, I, did, I did Good Morning America Hour 3, and it says, watch GM, GMA 3, Stray Hand Sarah and Kiki TV show. I click it, and it's ABC.com. And Who the just, fuck clicks on the thing to watch the show? I think scroll down right underneath I, of it where it shows I, you the other stuff. I didn't realize it was to watch the show because the next one is also that. You never click yeah. on the first link. You just scroll down on Google and it tells you who's in it. Uh, Kiki Palmer, Michael Strahan, and Sarah Hines. I know who two of them are. Uh, I have no idea who Sarah. Yeah, I'm not sure who that is either. Probably just uh, one of those like serial talk show people. Television host and journalist known for a work correspondent on uh, Today, ABC News, and Good Morning America. Hines was a co-host of The View during its 20th and 21st. That show's been on for over 20 fucking years, really? Uh, I guess. Jesus. Wait, what? The View? Did that really start in the 90s? Yeah, that sounds right. Wow. That's a little crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um, before we get started, I just wanted to, to throw out there, um, Awesome Games Done Quick is happening right now, this week. I think it goes till Saturday? Not sure what time Saturday. I should have looked that up ahead of time. They started pa- this past Sunday. They are raising money for cancer research this time. Nice. As of like two hours ago, they were in the six hundred thousand dollar range. That's not bad. So I'm not. I'm not sure if they've significantly gone up since then or not. But when did it? Uh, when did it start? Sunday. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's not too bad. So it, it, it's twenty four hours for a. W- it's twenty four hours a day for a week. Yeah. So it's like Sunday to Saturday, I believe. Okay. And it's, it's speedruns over, yeah. like, just lots and lots of different speedruns. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Check it out, guys. $644,000 right now. As of right now? Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of money. It is. That's a lot of money in just a few days, really. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I, I hate to say it. I mean, when it comes to those kinds of things, like, a lot of the money comes up front, and then it, like, trickles in for the rest of the week. No, not with them. Really? 
Yeah, because there's a lot of like specific game-based incentives. There's a lot of like, hey, if we hit X number of money in this next 30 minutes, a bonus game's going to happen between oh, okay. these next games. Yeah, so it, it's generally like daily they uh, they open up the incentive things for the bonus games. Um, so like there is a, I know for a fact there is a bonus game for f- like four o'clock this mo- like Thursday morning. So like late night, early morning, like tonight. Yeah. Um, that they have to get sixty thousand dollars to play that game, and it's Animorphs on the GBA. <laughs> and wow. I, I really hope they hit it. But when I looked, they were nowhere near it. Um, but yeah, no. Be- so they do the incentives for it's you know bonus games, um, stipulations in oh, yeah. games. Um, naming characters in games where you can name characters and files and stuff like that. So yeah. any Zelda run, they do donations for like what you name your file. Um, any RPG, um, generally you get to name at least some of the characters. Usually like Pokemon runs, um, it's donations for naming, um, your party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in those games because your party is generally, you, you maybe have four Pokemon in your actual party. Because those things are set up in such a way where you just use the same Pokemon for the first, like, three hours of it until you can get one specific Pokemon that you then just tank the rest of the game with. They should do a Nuzlocke run. They've done them. They've done, like, Nuzlocke, and then you, like, obviously you donate to names so that this way, like, somebody donates, but your Torchic died, so now that person's name is out of there because... It's a Nuzlocke run, so they have to. Yeah, the thing is, like a lot. Of, so a lot of times in those runs, they are. It's they're not glitch runs per se, but they do very specific things that actually sort of fuck with the RNG of Pokemon appearances. Yeah. So like, there are certain things where I watch a, a. It was either a, a. I think it was a Crystal run last year, actually. That they they actually turn the game on and off like four times at the beginning. Um, like when Professor Oak is explaining stuff to you. Yeah. And then load into the game, get to the point of choosing your Pokemon, then turn it off again. And it actually does like some weird stuff where it changes your trainer number and sets a few other stipulations later in the game so that like you get the best reward from like the lottery thing in the one city and it makes it easier for you to find, um, the legendary beasts when you unlock them. Because that run relies, I think it was on Entei. Like, you basically run the whole game with Entei after you unlock him. Okay. So, like, they have to catch him very quickly. But otherwise, like, they just skip a lot of areas. Like, yeah. Like, they find, like, they know exactly how to walk past people to not get caught by them. Like, down to the second. Yeah. It's it's impressive how much time people have to spend on that shit. It's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But, like, I was telling Drew on the way over here yesterday, I want to say it was, last night. Um, there were two guys, one controller, both blindfolded, beat Mike Tyson's punch out on the NES. Well, I mean, he did that last year, too. No, so this was one guy playing it on the Wii, the Wii version of it. Okay. This was literally two people, uh, one of them was the Wii version guy from last year, blindfolded with one controller. One guy was punching, the other guy was moving. Okay. They only got punched, like, two or three times. They never got knocked down. That is just, like, so obviously there's... There's there's no RNG to the fights. It's literal. No, like, yeah, it's all pattern recognition. Yeah. Pattern like they the, the 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 enemies stay in a pattern and they don't break it. So the, there is the pattern is actually based on the player a lot of times in those games. I I don't think Mike Tyson's punch out that way. 
So I'm pretty sure that is a hardcore, very set pattern. Very set there, pattern. So I the, mean, there are certain times where you can mess up the pattern. Like if you do a cert, like if you yeah. hit certain characters at the wrong time, it will break their pattern, and then you have to kind of get them back into that. Okay. Yeah. Like like the one the tiger dude that does like the mm-hmm. the teleporting. There's a way that like like I've seen rounds where he does his like teleporter on the ring like four times in a row. It's all based on whether, like, if you manage to dodge it correctly or if you get knocked down from it. Like, there's just... Yeah, it, it's definitely not random, but there are sort of, like, just yeah minor stipulations, I believe. Yeah. But it was just... Like, they 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 beat Tyson without getting hit once. Nice. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> it's so stupid, but nice. Yeah, it's stupid, but it's, like, that's entirely way too impressive. Yeah. And it's it's all just vocal or not vocal audio cues. Mm-hmm. Like they both have blindfolds on, but they have like noise canceling headphones. Yeah, and they're just listening for like the littlest little, you know, the way like the rub that like maybe happens when a character moves or like the the boink of something. Or... Yeah, it's dumb. Goes till three a.m. on Sunday. Okay, it's so weird how they ended at such like an a random uh, yeah, ass time, right? Yeah, but I mean, three a.m. Sunday is what in. Uh, is it 3 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday? Yeah, because yeah. they're in Florida. So they're in Florida. They're in Florida. Okay. So okay. Like, when this do, time they're in Florida. When do they normally start it? Like, it, what time? I don't know. It started at 11.30 a.m. on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, that's, it is a little bit of a weird time. Because, like, but... it would be l- late morning in, like, the U.K., I believe. Because yeah, they're eight the hours ahead? No, they're five. Right. Yeah, I guess you're right. But it would We are GMT be... minus five. Yeah. It would and just GMT be... is Greenwich Mean Timing. Greenwich. I didn't realize that was where that uh, yeah. that that timeline actually the, started. The yep. time the time starts in England. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Um, but like it would just be getting to like nighttime in Hawaii, so maybe that's part of the reason why. I doubt it. I think nah, it's just think it's what they have. Entirely random. Like maybe honestly, they rent a hotel like 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 the the meeting ballroom sort of stuff in a hotel from what I see. So it probably saves them money ending at three o'clock in the morning and not having to pay for an entire day because it, yeah. it it probably takes a day to pack everything up. Yeah. So like it, they probably pack up on Sunday and then they're out by month before Monday. So then they're not paying for Monday also. Yeah, true. I mean, I'm just guessing at that. I could be entirely wrong. Well, if the hotel was nice, they know they're doing this for charity. They don't them. give a shit. I know. Anyway, uh, PlayStation has some stuff about the PS5. That's kind of non-news, but kind of funny also. Did you see the logo? Yeah. Did, did you see if you turn it sideways or something, it's SSD? No, I didn't see that. No, that's <laughs> so dumb. It's totally not on purpose. There, there's, it, yeah. it, is, it, it just no. says PS5. It is exactly what everyone expected. The fact that fucking Jim Ryan came out on stage at CES to unveil that the fucking logo is a P, an S, and a 5 is mind-boggled. In the exact same font as Tor font? Yeah. Isn't it a little thinner? I don't think so. I haven't actually looked at them side by side. I, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's the exact same font. It's it, almost like they paid to get that font made and just decided to keep fucking using it. Probably. Yeah, I mean, but still, that that logo, I'm sold. Sold on the system already. I mean, I was going to get one anyway, but, like, a logo's a logo. But, like, why? Why even... Why? <laughs> Like, did Sony have such little to announce at CES that they're just like, hey, PlayStation guy, can you just, like, come with something? And Sony's like, oh, we don't, we don't fucking have anything yet. Our thing well, still looks like a Roomba. Well, they showed off the uh, the controller there as well, I believe. No, no, no. that that was a, a patent 
filing, and then somebody somebody at an unnamed studio that was cleaning stuff took a picture of the dev kit and the controller. Okay, because uh, in the IGN article that you shared that you had about the the controller and that that leak, it did say like they're going to announce stuff at CES. Was it liter? It wasn't even to show the controller. It was literally just yep, it, it was logo. just the logo. Oh my goodness! Yeah, the That's only thing they announced at CES was because Sony had it had a had a presentation like Sony as a whole. So you know, televisions, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, all they showed was that, and they showed like a little infographic of. Like, like it's it's going to have a solid state drive and it's going to play ultra HD Blu-ray like real basic shit that we kind of already knew yeah. from like the Wired articles and stuff like that. But it's just funny that Microsoft's just like, hey, here's what the fucking console probably looks like, and Sony's like, here's what our logo looks like. Yeah. Um. And yeah, the other thing was just it was a patent filing that I believe it shows back bumpers on it, if I remember correctly. No, it doesn't show back bumpers. Oh, I'm thinking of that uh, that fucking attachment attachment. thing. There is a separate patent filed for a controller that has the back, but the controller in the dev kit at the moment does not have. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I was talking about the patent, not the Uh, not what was shown with the dev kit. The patent has back bumpers. Yeah, and then it also has it. So the patent doesn't have the PS button, but the controller that was shown in the leak does. Yeah. So no one's really sure if that's the actual PS5 controller or if it's just a. Like PS4 controller being used. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Microsoft has said that the Xbox will be forward compatible with the Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, you can use your Elite controller with the new yeah. one, with the Series X. So I if, and I'd imagine all the other Xboxes that they I mean, launch like, next gen. If you're not gonna really change the controller, do that. Well, Allow that because, like, the controllers they connect via Bluetooth. I, I assume, right? Um, which I ones? I think all like of the them PlayStation, do now. Like PlayStation controllers, like PlayStation. Or, yes, Xbox is weird. Are well, they yeah. still not on Bluetooth? The new ones are but right. The first gen weren't. They were also like. Richie's first-gen Xbox, I don't think, can use the Bluetooth controllers. I don't think that Xbox has Bluetooth. I think only the Series S and X do. No, it does, no, because it- I purchased bl- like newer model controllers with my launch Xbox. Unless unless the base model controllers do both frequencies, which is possible. Uh, no, they definitely were only uh They were Wi-Fi. only Bluetooth, or... I think there's Bluetooth capability in it because of Bluetooth head- wireless, like, Bluetooth headsets. Uh, can you use just any wireless Bluetooth headset with an Xbox One? I don't know. I've, n- I, 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 I do, I've I never used not, a headset with any console. I've, I have not played my Xbox One in six years, so I really can't say. Or what, five years, however long it's been out, I played it for, like, a year. But yeah, like, I've, I've actually, so I have, I have a One S and uh, an original. And I've used my white One S controller on my like launch Xbox One. Do, well, do you definitely have the Bluetooth One S control? The Bluetooth I mean, controller? It's the controller that came with the One S. That's not all. They're not all Bluetooth. The the Bluetooth controller came out after the S came out. Did it? I thought it yes. came out before it. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, honestly, I'm it's not that sure. It's honestly not that important. But I'm pretty but, sure that came out before it because I remember when all that stuff was happening. But yeah, it's it's really not that yeah. important. But yeah, like either way, the point is like with these new systems, if you're gonna use pretty much the same controller, just allow us to upgrade out or up up 
use our controller from the previous system. Like, I would much rather them let me do... Like, I know, like, they want to make the money, so they're going to try to push you... But the flip side is they then also don't have to spend R&D money on new controllers. I mean, honestly, I I want a new controller. I don't really like the PS4 controller. Oh, man, that is the best controller. I like the Xbox controller better. Eh, I don't. I've always liked the Xbox controller. I feel like... The 360 controller is better than the Xbox One controller. No, yeah, I would take the I would take a 360 over the Xbox One, but I've always liked the the staggered um, sticks. I just I prefer the layout on the Xbox and like the um, the Wii Pro controller to the PlayStation controller. Um, you guys are wrong. It's an N64 controller. That's what we need back. No, no. Like you need to have two controllers. I am also apparently in the minority. I don't think the GameCube controller is good. No, it's bad. It's okay. not a good controller. Like it's good for certain things. Like it, it did it's certain good for games things Nintendo well. Nintendo made. That's it. I no, mean, I, it, it's good. I like the analog triggers. I like that. Sure. Like those were nice, but everything else about that controller was bad. I don't like anything else on it. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily. I'm not saying it's the greatest controller in the world, but I, I do like. I don't. I don't mind using the the we the the the. Yeah, no, you're broken switch, just like, all the way when it comes I'm, to controllers. I'm I'm, I'm used to playing uncomfortably because of Monster Hunter to where all of these controllers are comfortable to me. Because you're broken. But you're just a broken I, individual. I don't I don't think the GameCube controller is a shitty controller. I I mean compared to basically it is not the it's not the Wiimote. I will give it that. It is the second third worst Nintendo controller. It's like N sixty four is the worst, then the Wiimote, then the GameCube controller. The Wiimote's like I don't even know that you can count the Wiimote. I don't know. It's I don't like a weird, different thing. Like, look, the only one of them that I really dislike is the N sixty four controller. It's just it makes no I mean, sense. Yeah, like, it's the, bad. the GameCube controller has what you like. It has the offset sticks. Yeah, but, but the everything else isn't... about that controller is weird, and this the off the the, the C stick felt Sucks. bad. It's well, bad. I mean, yeah, and and but change add it, make it what it is, make it what controllers are now. It's the same thing as having an offset stick. I also so th- hear me out. Um, I don't like that the buttons are all different sizes. I realize there is probably some like aesthetic reason for that, like button, accessibility or something like that. Probably makes sense. The button you use most is the biggest button, so it's the easiest one to hit. I mean, it depends what sure. game you're playing. But also, yeah. I mean, look, I, look, everyone has their preferences. I'm just simply saying I don't like, like a GameCube I, controller. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm kind of in a way playing devil's advocate at this moment. I'm not really. Just, but like when when you think about it, the design of the GameCube controller isn't as bad as what you guys are making it out. It looks like a toddler made it. Like like think about it. Look, think about the the way the GameCube controller looks. It looks like you gave a toddler a bunch of pieces and said, "Here, make something you want to play with." So toddlers are stupid. <laughs> I mean, toddlers are toddlers. Yeah, because they're fucking stupid. Because they they, 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 they only... can't even read. They, well, I mean, because they've never been taught. Yeah, so everyone's a fucking idiot when they're a toddler. But you, you give, you give somebody who's you're not supposed to give. Children are not laborers. They're not <laughs> engineers. You're not supposed to give a fucking three year old a fucking patent filing. And go here, make something for us. Look, I, 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 like I said, I don't, I don't mind that controller. I don't mind most controllers. Like I've never had a controller that I absolutely hated. I mean, look, I'm not going to throw a GameCube controller at the wall if somebody hands it to me. It's just like the people. Like, I I know you bought one for like Smash Brothers on the Wii U. I got it with Smash Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I or, I pre-ordered it, but I probably would have bought it for Smash Brothers. But I like I want four, three more because I have the connector. Yeah, and it's like I would never spend like and again personally, 
I would never spend money on something to use a GameCube controller. Unless it was a WaveBird. I like the WaveBird. That I was mean, a, that was an okay controller. But 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 hear me out. Thing. Hear me out. It was only okay because it was the first working wireless controller, not because it actually felt good to use. If anything, it felt worse to use than the GameCube controller because it was clunky and it had the fucking battery pack. I know that thing was funny. I don't know. I mean, it gave it Look, like again a proper weight. I don't want to use either of them, but I would rather use a WaveBird over a regular. Yeah, I mean, like I, I also I, I like, like the Duke. I don't hate the Duke. I, the the original original Xbox, it, the the real big one. Like mm-hmm. it was the Dreamcast gr- controller. I mean, the rip gr- off Dream Dreamcast had a bad controller. The, the Duke is the same fucking thing with an extra analog stick and a black and white yeah. button on. Look, it. the bad thing about the Dreamcast controller was the cable came out the bottom. All right, that's fair. Aesthetically, that fucking bothered the shit out of me. It's the dumbest fucking thing. <laughs> Uh, I remember the first time I saw a game or uh, a Dreamcast because I never owned that. That's one of the consoles I've never owned. I remember seeing a, a Dreamcast controller and picking it up upside down and not understanding why it felt so bad because I I just assumed the cable goes out the top mm-hmm. because that's how every controller up to that point worked and still works. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess at this point they're not really wired, but even I mean, when, in a lot of cases the wire in, goes off the top. When yeah. you plug it in a charge, it comes off the top. Yeah. Unless you get like like the charging docks, then some yeah. they'll go through like the charge port on the bottom. But yeah, it's just yeah. I don't like the GameCube controller. I mean, but as far as the, the PlayStation, like I would like a PlayStation Five controller with like back bumpers. Um, I don't care for the the touchpad like that. Take it or leave it. Doesn't. Yeah. I'd like that. I'd like them to put something better for the share button, like uh, something actually useful that doesn't just fuck my game up every time I accidentally hit it. Yeah, well, it's maybe that. Like maybe they'll turn the PS button into the share button because no one uses a share button anymore. I mean, I'm fine with the. I mean, I, I miss having start and select, and then, you know, the PS button just gets you back to the to the main screen. Like, I'm good with that. But but select doesn't do it. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start. Oh, no, yeah. Well, shit, well was, if you're playing two-player, you'd hit select yeah. and start. What's the, what was the um the Mortal Kombat code that you had to hit select in for, like, Mortal Kombat 3? Uh, I don't know. But- there, there were three sets of codes in Mortal Kombat 3. It was cool stuff, cooler stuff, and Scott stuff. And one of them required select. But besides cheat codes. No, that's the only reason. That's why I went select. But no one uses... <laughs> when was the last time you played a game that had a cheat code? Which also, on that aspect, where the fuck are cheat codes anymore? They're called DLC. They cost five ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, because it gives you infinite ammo in Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Uh, but I don't... Uh, this may never happen to you guys, but I... Not often, but occasionally, like especially if I have to hit like the touchpad to like open menus, I'll slip and hit the, the share button. And then, like, I get that thing popped out, and never happened. That is never, yeah, never. It does not happen to me often, but it's happened enough times where it's like, oh fuck, right. That has never happened to me. Well, do you guys go for the touchpad with your right hand or your left hand? Right, right. I go with my left a lot. Are you a lefty? Nope. Then you're broken. I also, I I play certain things left-handed, like I like I play golf or hockey left-handed. I mean, I played. I used to play more, not play. I used to go bowling left-handed when I'm a righty, but that's the only thing. But I also I have a tendency, especially in like any game where you have control, which is most games now, control of the camera with the right analog stick. I prefer to keep the camera moving than my person if I have to take my finger off of one of them. See, I I prefer to not stop, which is how you should play games. Nah, is to not stop because you click in the stick to centralize the camera behind you, and then you press the button or whatever. I mean, not all games. Click. Well, to... you, you know, like all games have a button to centralize the camera. No, I, I don't think I've ever played a game that didn't have a button that you have to press that puts the camera behind you. 
I don't. Uh, it's been a while I since I've played any third-person game that has yeah, a button. To, I know to that exists. Central. I am not disputing that exists. I can't think of a game that does it though. Like I don't think Horizon Zero Dawn does it. Yeah, like I That's just like is, is, it, is there a lock-in? Yes. So what happens if you hit the lock-on when there's nothing to lock onto? It puts the camera behind your character, or it puts the camera behind your character. I don't know that char- it did. I, ca- I, I don't know that it doesn't. It, but I don't or know it, that it did. It also puts the camera behind your character. Locked onto the thing, and you like that's not like there's usually a button there, sh- and I I don't think I've ever played a third person game where there wasn't something like this that you press a button and it puts the camera behind you or centered behind you or yeah. just in the orientation uh, in a specific like like I said I know that I know that feature exists I just cannot think of a game that does it because like like honestly like nowadays a lot of times it's what click in one analog stick makes you run the other one makes you crouch in a, a lot of the games that i have played recently mm-hmm. um and yeah i can legitimately not think of one that but like there usually even and this is this this is stretching what i'm saying but if you have to aim at something you press the button and it pulls it behind you to aim up and down when you're going third person but you're looking around it brings it behind you it snaps the camera behind you to aim up and down or around I like when you're looking down sights. Yeah. Yeah, but when it, when you let go of that, does it keep the camera right behind you? I don't, I, yeah, maybe. No, I don't know. Like I said, it's, it, that is not a thing I do. I also don't lock on to things all that often in games. Maybe that's why you're so bad at games. I never said I'm bad at games. We say you're bad at games. You, mm. I say you're bad at games. I mean, are you, we already know one I'm of these bad days at- we're gonna do, I, I've balanced around an idea of, us doing a challenge just so I can prove I'm better at video games than both of you. I've never seen that Richie's the worst. We, we, haven't I beaten for, you at Mario Kart like multiple times? Uh, all right. Yeah. That's one game. Yeah. Look, I'm but, just saying. For, first of all, I've never said you were better or worse than me. Oh, no, no. I know. I'm just I saying just, he sucks at games. I, I just want to prove that I'm the best. I'm pretty sure I can beat both of you and like, I couldn't beat Richie in Monster Hunter. Like, like we couldn't both be playing Monster Hunter and him, him not just destroy a monster before I even fucking find it. Like that is obviously a given. Like I would, yeah, I wouldn't even but, take that bet. But you know, I, I, I wouldn't make that bet. I would make a bet that would be on an equivalent level. Me and you have to start a game and play it. We have X amount of time to play it and beat it, and whoever has it in the less amount of time wins or whatever. Or but and at the same time, like I don't think either of us would necessarily stack up to Drew and like. Most sports games are like Apex because he plays those a lot. Yeah. Where it's like, Drew couldn't beat us in a Pokemon game. I mean, I don't know about that. I'd kick I mean, your what's, ass. what's beat, you know, like just actually have a team, like just become the very them. best, the best there ever was. I mean, but it, it depends on how, how far we get into strategically. Like, uh, like, are we EV train? Like, are you EV training? Am I EV training? Is he do, EV training? Do you have the patience oh. to EV train? Cause I know I sure as fuck don't. I, but it doesn't matter if I have the patience, it's do I have the determination to beat your fucking ass. No, because all you have to do is go rent a team that's already EV trained. It's fine. Well, that's not... You just, you just have to adapt. You the, have to you have to be able to adapt to the teams on the fly. The rule the rule would be you can't rent whatever team you're going to use. You have to use a team that you put together. Also, have you ever... Like, this is actually a real question. Have you ever done, like, a battle with somebody that's EV trained their Pokemon? I... I've... I've done a battle with people who have, like, started building up their team. And is they... it, like, legitimately that big of a difference between just, like, a team you've kind of worked with the whole game? Yeah, it is. Really? Like, because you can EV train them to be specific ways, plus these people, they, like, 
they'll breed them to have specific natures and things I, like I that. I knew that like, stuff made a difference, like, like the I, natures and the hidden abilities. I like I battled uh, Evan, and I he think I think he had just started EV training, and I couldn't take out one Pokemon. Really? Yeah, because but, he, like his Pokemon had higher speed and had like he had a better strategy with his team like that and that's it's Pokemon. you got to find a strategy you got a team that works um you got it's i don't i i was using my basic ass team that i beat the game with against him where he had always i had already like started building a team for like a few days prior to then so it it, it was a little different but yeah there's ev training a, a team that was built for ev training versus a team that you just put together are going to be two different teams because it's the uh it's the rare candy aspect. Oh yeah, no, if, I I do you, know that there is a difference. I've just never actually done it to know if it was that staggering of a difference. Yeah, I, it it is because you tournaments are usually played and battles are usually played at level fifty. Yeah, and I know a lot of times like like I've I've seen like like the tournaments and stuff like that. Like I've seen like high level players battle each other, mm-hmm. but they play such a different way where like. I mean, they may they may both both switch out their Pokemon five times at the beginning of it because they're trying to get like the right. They're trying to buff and debuff out their Pokemon versus the yeah, other like Pokemon. they're throwing a Pokemon that has a weather effect to then withdraw them to throw somebody else out. Yeah, or they're trying to get the right matchup against the opponent. So mm-hmm. they're both just constantly pulling and throwing different which, ones until they get like a matchup there. Which is why it drives me so nuts that tournament plays doubles. Is it, uh, it, I don't like, think I've ever seen a, an actual tournament then that was... Tor- Pokemon tournament plays doubles only. Like, official tournament plays doubles. Is that new? It's uh, they've It's been around since... At least, when I watched the tournament last year, it was doubles. Okay. Um, I think it's it's been around since doubles have been around, or at least... Like, I haven't like, watched anything like that in probably since, like, the black and white? Yeah. Maybe? Like, it's probably going yeah. on close to a decade. But, like, but also, doubles adds a big amount of strategy to it because it's what Pokemons do you throw out, which ones are just, there There does become a class system with your yeah. Pokemon with tanks, damage, and um, buff and debuff. Yeah. It's, Pokemon is crazy. I will never be able to get to that level, but. Yeah, like, I have, I have less than zero interest in EV training and, like, shiny hunting and stuff like that. Like, yeah. none of that is fun. To just constantly breed and hatch eggs until you find the right nature. Yeah. And then go and, like, do all the stupid, tedious things you have to do to, like, get all their EVs and IVs and shit raised. Well, the the, the good, the lucky thing is, in um, it, in previous versions, EV training, in the past two generations, um, Sun and Mood and um, X and Y, it was a minigame to EV train. Oh, is X and Y one, too? X and Y. Or do you mean Sun and Mood? No, in Sun and Moon and in X and Y, there was a mini game to EV train. The uh, Sun and Moon one was on the island, like the island stuff with the um. Oh, that was how you EV trained with with all the berries on the islands. In uh, X and Y, I believe it was like the whole like mini game system with the bottom on the screen. touch screen, yeah. And that's how you EV trained in. But you can also EV train by just uh, um in Sudden Moon it was going into those battles where reinforcements kept getting called in. Yeah. And depending on what Pokemon was kept getting called in, um and how often you would kill them would determine EV that was going up. Yeah, it's it's super tedious though. Um but mm-hmm. in, in this one it's a lot easier. It's the battle tower. It's you you just you set up your Pokemon with whatever item that you want to increase their EV and you go into the battle tower. Yeah, and I know there's also an item like like the bottle caps. 
will raise like an the, ivy. I the, think it is. The bottle caps are used to buy items to increase i to increase the ivs and or the evs. The ivs are something that you can't change. I thought I I thought there was something in Sword and Shield that did actually raise your ivy. I'm not sure because it's, I know it's hard to increase ivs if you can, and that's usually what you breed. Well, because and, and that's what the IV yeah. checker is for. Yeah. And then once you get a Pokemon with the IV that you want, you can go and change its nature to what you want to then increase its. Yeah, because like you change the nature with the mints or whatever, right? I think so, or something like that. But there's like a golden bottle cap that if you use that, the guy that accepts bottle caps will max out all of your stats on a Pokemon, I believe. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I'd I'd have to read more into it. I've I've tried in the past in previous generations. It was like this is a lot. I'm just going to make my cat dog team and beat the game. Yeah. No, we told you last week, inanimate object team. I mean, I, Do I, it. I haven't touched Pokemon since before Christmas. Yeah, Erica just finished, um, I think it was over the weekend, she she got through like the league and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And I, she's like, yeah, I just got to the, like, the last thing, I'm starting like the, like the battles now. I'm like, alright, cool, you still have like 15 to 20 hours worth of game left. She's like, the fuck do you mean? And it's the end game content stuff that I'm barely getting into, right? Well, it's that plus like she just got to Windom City. Oh, uh, okay. So, so she still has to do like the actual. No, no. Like, so she's through all that. She is into the end game. Okay. But like when she got to Windom, I'm just like, yeah. There's probably still like another like fifteen to twenty hours worth of stuff to do. I I was talking to somebody who um they were telling me that their goal is to complete the Pokedex before beating the story, and I'm like, I'm so sorry to tell you that's impossible unless you get somebody to trade you the dogs and. The final Pokemon, or the wolves in the final Pokemon, because that's well, part part well, of the them. wolves. The two wolves are the final Pokemon. Well, no, like Zex, whatever that weird. Oh, the 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 Chinese dragon looking thing. Yeah, that thing. Well, I mean, that's not the end of the story, though. Or are you? Are, or do they want to do it before they complete the? They want to the do it gym challenge. They, they want to do it before they go to like the the, the gym challenge. They leave oh yeah, because yeah. you you have to get to, up to the championship round yeah. before that happens. Yeah. So the, I was like, I'm sorry to tell you, you're gonna have to trade for to get some of these because they wanted to get the shiny medallion and then go find shinies before they beat the game. Which, like, I understand that. Yeah. But so you haven't even completed the shield bird and sword bird stuff. I started it. I never finished. That stuff is actually not that long. Like you could actually knock that out in probably an hour or two. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I have to go to the second, second and third gyms right now to do it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I just, I got distracted with new Monster Hunter stuff, and then the great games I got and bought myself for Christmas. So. Yeah, I mean, frankly, that entire end game stuff could have just been avoided if Hop wasn't such a useless fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Worst train, like literally, he is a worse trainer than Ash. <laughs> like he can't fucking do anything right. I'm, but I mean, he's he's not worse than Ash. Ash fucking sucks. Ash, hey man, at least Ash has like you know gotten some pretty powerful Pokemon. This motherfucker in that elevator threw out his shitty sheep that didn't do jack shit. I had to beat everything myself. Well, that's because you were ten levels overpowered. No, but like, li- I mean, it wasn't even like that. Like his sheep actually never hit anything. Really? Yeah, he just kept using whatever like the 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 um like status effect move was that had no effect on those Pokemon. Oh, yeah, no, like he, he he's the worst. He he lo- he lost to the douchebag in the purple jacket. He he lost to Shieldbert in my game. Well, yeah, he lost Shieldbert in my game too. Because... If I if I could have just tag teamed those two, I could have beaten them by myself. I actually because I just created my new team, my cat dog team. When I went to go do that, I almost lost to fucking Swordbert. Because I almost lost to Hop because he had a fucking Snorlax. Yeah. 
um, I ended up having to use all of my healing potions and stuff to heal up my team in fucking battle because they didn't let you recover between. It was just battle, story, battle right away. It was right. a pain in the ass. Anyway, um, moving on a little bit, um, there was some Xbox stuff that happened too that I forgot to add to the document. Oh, um, this what this is more fun than anything else. So I it was was it AMD? Yes. So AMD released a 3D model of what the Series X is supposed to look like, um, including like ports and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So the front of the console had a regular like USB A port. The back of the console had an Ethernet port, an optical audio port, two USB C ports, mm-hmm. a, a regular power port, and two HDMI's, kind of like the Xbox One for input output. Yeah. Um, Microsoft then then followed up with that of. Yeah, no, that's not anything official. They bought that for $10 off this random site that makes 3D models of things. Yeah. <laughs> so this thing that AMD is, like, touting as the official, like, port layout of the Series X is just a thing they found from a site for 10 bucks that anyone could go buy. I'm going to go buy it. I just thought that, w- that was really funny. Yeah. I also would not be surprised if Microsoft included the two HDMI ports but didn't necessarily, like, emphasize them. I mean, if they're probably going to, if they want to make it the same thing as they wanted the Xbox One to be, to have to integrate your cable and whatever else into it, and then put it into your TV so that you have it all in one. I'm sure that is not a thing that they're necessarily like craving, but in there, I mean, honestly, like if it's not that expensive to add an HDMI port to a board, um, no. and it might be it to to get to have that happen and have the thing not be like oh, like. I don't know how fucking that stuff works. Like, there yeah. could be a reason why it's a problem. But if it's just cheap and it's just, you know, a piece of metal they solder to a board and it just works, like, you put it in there because there is a consumer base that uses their Xbox One with all those TV functions. Yeah. So why not just give them the ability to buy this new one and use it the same way? But yeah. I don't ex- – if the, if it is there, I don't expect them to, like, emphasize it the way they did when the, the one launched because that – kind of like turned people sour among uh, there were other things that turned people sour but yeah. that was one of a list of things I mean, but that's because people didn't understand it they felt like oh i have to run my cable box through my xbox now to play it and like no you don't have to no exactly but it's just a feature you're an idiot but they're going to want to try and steer away from what people remember of 2013 yeah, yeah. so like they might put the port on there but they're not going to be like, and yeah, and you can plug your cable box into your Xbox One X series, yeah. whatever, and do all the TV stuff that you could before. Yeah. Which, honestly, that was a, a cool feature to be able to, like... And, until Aaron Paul was controlling your fucking TV for you. Did that... What? Do you not remember that that happening? No. Yeah, um, there the, was an Xbox yeah. One commercial with Aaron Paul from... Um, oh, right. From the Need for Speed movie. Um, and he w- he was giving, like, xbox commands and it was actually like affect kind of the way like if like you have like an echo or a google home yeah and they do stuff on tv occasionally it'll pick it up yeah apparently like people's like xboxes and shit were getting like turned on and things were getting booted up and stuff for them right i did i do forget about i did forget about that but I'm, again that's that's like because it, it was new technology at the time oh yeah plus like, nobody has a fucking connect anymore no yeah i mean like did they i forget did they release like a usb converter for the connect yeah the, some well, there is some sort of converter to use them on the, the series, yeah the, on any new model Xbox and X, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think S and X are the ones that dropped the connect port. Yeah, 
because I think they stopped selling the Kinect two years before the X and the S came out. Yeah. I think it was like it sold for two years after the 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 one launched, and then they discontinued that, and then like a year, two years later is when the, the upgraded systems came out. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Tech- technology. Um so and then you didn't do the the polite thing and actually list out all of the comparisons. I I wasn't really <laughs> sure what you would want to say or talk about. I'm not the techie guy, so I don't really know what I'd be saying with that. So I just linked uh, IGN released an article of comparisons between the. It's Xbox a wiki guide. It's not an article. Come it's, on now. It's it's a thing on IGN. It's an article. So like, a it, lot of this gives stuff them revenue if somebody clicks onto it. Yeah, a lot of this stuff is already known, but. It, it lists like types of types of hardware that are go- that are already known to be in the systems. So it just shows that you know both of them are going to be using AMD um, series uh, processors. Yeah, they're both eight core processors. Apparently, um, they're both using uh, Radeon uh, graphics cards. Both of them will support ray tracing. Apparently, at the hardware level, mm-hmm. and it it looks like uh, only PlayStation will support 3D audio though. Because everyone wants 3D audio, uh, they both also have 4K support. Um, the so for video output under on this article, it shows for PlayStation 4K, 120 hertz refresh rate, and 8K support. Whereas the Xbox is listed as native 4K, 8K support, and up to 120 frames per second. I think that's only because Microsoft has been yeah has actually has like said that and Sony hasn't but exactly like Sony has not said a lot about that sort of thing but I'm just surprised that that they haven't in the, all those wired articles mentioned a little bit more about their frame rates because that has been such a that is a thing people clamor for so much in sure. recent years but at the same time, Sony's just being super kind of tight-lipped about stuff that people want to hear. And and that's also one of the other reasons why I didn't put anything from this list onto the actual outlines, because there are a ton of things, like RAM, uh, game DVR, like, there there are things on the PlayStation side that aren't actually announced at all yet. I mean, the, like, it, it is on both sides. Like, the only thing we know for sure is the Xbox Series 1 not going to charge for used games. <laughs> That that is that is the second to last one in the first section is oh, use game, game fee. fee. No, um, but I mean it's cool that they're both using solid state drives. The one thing that we know is the Series X is going to use like um a chip drive for that. If you guys know what that the, means, the, the, like the, like the an M two me. Yeah, what those are. Yeah, like the kind that actually go right into the motherboard. They're not going right. to be like connected through like a SATA cable or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So those are generally faster, but they're also considerably more expensive. And at least from what I see when I'm like looking at like laptops mm-hmm. and stuff like that, they don't necessarily have as high of a capacity. Right. Like I'm sure that you can buy them with the capacity, but you're paying for it. Yeah. Like the the cost is going up considerably. Hmm. So unless they have some sort of, which I am sure they will have some sort of deal, just because of the amount of these that they'll be getting, mm-hmm. I could see the Xbox being more expensive than the PlayStation if PlayStation is just doing a regular like SATA form factor uh solid state drive so you know we'll find out yeah probably not too much time honestly yeah because wasn't it didn't the ps4 get actually revealed in like january february of 2013 february and yeah, the xbox it, was april because they did the yeah yeah april or may because i know the xbox happened right before e3 and the playstation happened in like winter of the same year if both of them came out mm-hmm. so yeah well 
I wouldn't be surprised unless they're just Sony's again. Sony's been super weird with stuff over the last year. Like I'm mean, honestly over the last like two years, like they kind of lost like the PlayStation brand kind of lost their consumer focus. It seems they they just weren't doing what they were doing at like a consumer level the way they were in the early part of the generation. Like if you look at like the, they stopped doing their PS PSXs. Um, their E3 shows were very weird. Yeah, but they started doing like the 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 state of plays that honestly plays. haven't really had much like meat to them because they haven't had anything to share. Exactly, and that's like they haven't like they've had some big games like but but these some of these games aren't that great. With Days Gone, like I think there was a little bit of a following for that game, but it wasn't. Actually, yeah, but Days Gone cool. wasn't even part of any of those state of play no. things. But but like they haven't really had any major games releasing, I, as far as I can remember, over the past six months, with no. the exception. Yeah, of no, Death there Stranding. definitely haven't been any. Death like, Stranding would be the only one. Yeah. yeah. So like they they why waste the money when you but, don't have th- anything to show? That's why their big thing for PlayStation at CES was we have the logo. But again, like that is just why not show the console. Or at least announce, like, we are going to unveil the console at this thing in February and get people hyped for it. Like, because right now, like, kind of like Xbox is kind of getting like a head, like, the Xbox is having a chance to at least build up Steam. Like, not necessarily that it's going to make a huge difference depending on, like, what people's preferences are, but they're at least getting out there and, like, hey, here's what our thing's going to look like. Here's what it's called. I. I mean, I mean, Sony announced the name of their console before Microsoft announced the name of their console. Oh, no, no, no. I, I like, know that. But we also kind of knew that it was, it was just going to be the PlayStation, PlayStation 5. 5. I don't also, care. Also, then Microsoft also rolled back and said, hey, this is just one version of the next system, and the next system is called the X. Yeah. Like, like don't get me wrong. Fuck. Neither of them are doing great at the moment with that sort of stuff, but it just seems like Xbox is trying to put more out there than Sony. Like Sony's just being very like tight-lipped about it. But I, I, mean, I also think like it has part to do with both these systems are basically going to be the same thing. It's just yeah. which brand do you prefer? No, no. And no. The, look, the Xbox. If you, people, if you look at the comparison chart, they have two different model processors, two different model GPUs. They're completely fucking different. But they have the same capabilities. <laughs> one of them looks like a mini fridge. The other one looks like the bottom of a vacuum cleaner. There you go. God, I hope the PS5 looks like the fucking dev kit. That weird U-shaped thing. It, it, it looks like you could attach like a vacuum cleaner arm to it and use it to vacuum your floor. Maybe there's going to be expansions for the back of it that is, to make that's it even actu- more powerful. That's there, the front of it. The, yeah, but, and there actually has been sort of a rumor of that exact thing being a thing. Like, kind of like the 32X for the Sega. Instead of it going in the cartridge slot, you just fit it onto the front and it makes it a perfect square. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking technology, guys. Anyway, there, there was some television that happened. There was, no, there wasn't. There, there wasn't television really television, but we watched some things. Like, uh, you watched um, the rest of Witcher. I did. I finished that. We actually finished it yesterday. We were just watching an episode a night because... While I liked it, that show was a little dry, and I just was never in the mood to, like, watch multiple in a row. I agree. Like, the pacing was was a little rough, especially at the beginning, but overall, like, the outcome and the, like, the, the, everything, like, coming together at the end was worth it. It was a good story. I appreciate that the last episode, for the last episode of the season, for a show called The Witcher, 
had fucking barely any Witcher in it. Yeah. It was 50 minutes of fucking magic people casting magic, and the Witcher just sitting in a cart in a fever dream. Yeah. Like, he had maybe 15 minutes of screen time, whereas, like, Yennefer had 40 minutes of screen time. Yeah. Uh, that was that was an interesting final episode of the season, but they're already signed for season three. So. Yeah, no, I mean... There was no way this – when that show was already in the top 10 viewed programs for Netflix for the year of 2019 when it had only been out for a week, yeah. there was no way that thing was at least – not getting at least two seasons. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what the next season is. Yeah. I want I want to see where they bring it from here and like hopefully the pacing isn't as weird as it was in this one. Yeah. I like, feel like now that everything – so I mean like spoilers for Witcher, at least minor ones – like the whole show was a flashback. Like there were th- they were showing us things that were in the quote unquote present, but like everything we were seeing with like Geralt and um and Yennefer were all in the past. Well, yeah, they were at, building like, different points in their past. And and like when you first when you hear this, you're like, this is kind of weird to do it. But then when you think about it, it works so well as a storytelling way because then you don't have. An episode or two all about Cersei. It's all right. You have the stuff about did her. You, did you purposely name the character from Game of Thrones? Isn't that her name? That's what they call her. Is Cersei? No, it's Siri. Siri. Oh, sorry. It's her. Her. Her full name is Sorella. I thought. Th- I thought they were calling no, her Cersei. Cersei is the fucking bitch queen I, from Game of Thrones. I know who Cersei is from Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, d- I didn't I know just... if you were. T- I didn't know if you were comparing it to an episode of Game of Thrones. No. Or if you were. Just but, kidding. Like, it, we would have like two episodes of just like Siri on, and instead, like it was like ten minutes of her was, in every episode. Yeah, there was portions of her in every episode with the story building of Geralt and the relationship between Geralt and Yennefer and who the fuck Yennefer is, and like, like it all and Dandelion. But it, I forget what his name was in in this show, Viker or something like that. I can't remember. It's, it, they kept his Polish name for the series. Yeah, because like in, in the translation for for like the game, he was Dandelion. Yeah. Um. So like, it works. It works very well in like a pull you in kind of storytelling way, and it's not immediately obvious either no because no. honestly like unless you know that there are that there is a time difference um and you you catch the little references here and there you might not realize it until what like the fifth episode when he's at the ball where he where, yeah where he declares like law of surprise or whatever yeah um and uh, then i honestly i was very shocked to find out that like he had just spent like three years in a fucking prison like was he so in the second to last episode or third to last episode, when he goes to the kingdom and tells the um the queen before she's died, she hasn't even gone to that battle with um yeah. Niflhagard or whatever they're called, um that like he wants to t- like it's his right to take her away and that he will bring Siri back like safe when everything's done. Yeah. Um that that is eleven years after he was at the ball where he declared Law of Surprise to begin with. And then that girl is obviously like fifteen or sixteen. No, they say it was twelve, thirteen years. He's he, he he sa- okay. I'm sorry. He says it's been twelve years since he was last there. He was last yeah. there when her, when Siri's mother just declared that she was pregnant with her. Siri mm-hmm. is at least fifteen or sixteen in like the present. He spent at least two to four years locked in a dungeon at the castle. I don't think because he steps outside at one point and he sees her playing with everyone. Um, on the street. 
No, but she she says I couldn't let him leave, and then sends the guy to go let him free. Um, the magician then comes back upstairs and says he's escaped. Yeah, he was locked up. Well, like, he was locked up. Yes, I think for uh, a few, like a month or two. No, it was years. It had to be years. I don't think it was years. He because the queen said he he was not allowed to leave, and you figure it was twelve. He went back after not being there for twelve years, and then all of a sudden it's like four years later. They didn't show us anything they, that happened in those four years. They've never said how old she is. She's not twelve. You don't just because no, she looks like she's... no. They they do because at, in the first episode, um, they say that the the queen had her first battle when she was sixteen, and Siri goes, "You were the same age I was." Okay, I, so fuck you. I have <laughs> I have to. I I remember what you're saying. I don't think he was locked up for that long, but. I mean, but it also makes sense because he kind of like vanished off the face of the earth. Nobody knew what happened to him. Cause like Yennefer even makes a comment about it when, um, her and Triss are talking when they're like preparing for the battle. Like I'm, I am 90% sure he was locked up for a, an extended period of time. And, and that's where like the time stuff gets weird. Like, cause they don't say that. Yeah. They, like they just like flashed, like he goes to bring her, but like I don't think he was, held up for three years because he goes there to be like hey they're marching to you now they didn't march to them in th- it didn't take them three years to get to the battle so they weren't they didn't march right there though they were going from place to place taking it over that that kingdom is trying to take over the entire continent yeah and they were on there at the time that he went there they were on their way to that i don't know kingdom. I, I think it was an extended period of time i, I like i said i think unless from the time they declare war on on the the Niflheim or whatever. To the time the queen goes and comes back is definitely three years because she goes and fights them. Like between yeah. in the time that he is held captive, she goes and fights. And, and comes I feel back. like like wars like that take a especially in in that sort of world where everyone's walking. That takes a long time. But it, I know the problem is too. Like Geralt doesn't age, and neither does Yennefer. Yeah. Neither do any of the sorceresses. But, but like so said, you they, can't tell. They, he he steps outside, and you see. The scene where she was playing dice or jacks with the other common kids—they were bones. They were knuckle bones. You know what it, <laughs> it was, jacks. But like they were playing knuckle bones, and the one girl who was supposed to pretend to be uh, Siri goes and says bye to all of them, including Siri, and then goes up and he's go- supposed to bring her and think that that's Siri. Like she is the same age. She, she so she also didn't age in four years either. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, but I'm. So there's no, like, that girl, like, Siri that we see her in the present is not 12. Like, because she said she was the same age as her grandmother. Like, when her grandmother did a thing when she was 16. Yeah. And, like, if it's only, they they, they specifically say it has been 12 years since he left that that castle. I don't, like, it's, I, I don't have an answer because thing, it's, it's just not lining up. I mean, they, they, they don't ever tell you how long any time is. Yeah. The only thing that we know for sure is... Between Yennefer getting her hump and her face fixed and her meeting Geralt for the first time is decades. Yeah. And we don't know how many decades. We just know it's it's plural. Yeah. So it's somewhere between 10 and uh, – let's say 10 and 90 years because I feel like if it was anything over 90, she wouldn't have said decades. I, I feel like I feel like decades can go into 200 years because then it's centuries and not a century. Decades. I don't – I mean, you're you're not wrong. I mean, anything can be decades, but I I don't think I would say decades if it was over a hundred years. Maybe, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying no. But I'm saying maybe, maybe. I disagree with you. Your opinion is wrong, and you should feel bad about yourself. No, I don't. I don't at all. So you watched uh, Lost in Space? Yeah, I finished up Lost in Space. I was halfway through, a little bit more than halfway through when we recorded last week. And I, I still don't like it because the robot's not in it. The robot is in it. No, you told me it wasn't the same robot. So fuck that show. It's not the robot from the. It's supposed to be. It's yeah, the you said version. he doesn't say danger, Will Robinson. He does say danger. You told me last week he doesn't. He doesn't say it in the manner that the robot did in the original series. Like danger, Will Robinson. Danger, danger. He is Matt do LeBlanc Plunk in it? No. Then I don't want this show. Cancel it. That movie was horrible. Ah, that movie was fine. It was fine, but it was horrible. Isn't Gary Oldman um, Dr. Smith or whatever? Yes. Um, he is? He is. Okay. I was about to look it up because I couldn't remember for sure. He was, yeah. I I, I really like this series. It actually looks kind of cool. Um, the the start of the f- season two takes place seven months later. And, and like, so in season two, they're actually stranded. Whereas in season one, they're like a colony stranded. I can't say for spoiler reasons. I can't well, I'm say never yes going to watch it. But it, it is like a very fun or uh, an interesting like... Sometimes can be serious, sometimes can be silly, and very lore-heavy war, um, um, universe that they built for this series. That, like, there's so many damn questions still left after the season, and, and they do have it set up for a, a third season. Do you know if it got a third season? I have no idea. I mean, this show's only been out since Christmas, so... Netflix has a tendency of... Re- Look, fucking... I mean, this is... This will come later. CW renewed every um, CW-verse, Arrowverse show, except for Arrow. Because Arrow was yeah. the final... But, but like, you kind of knew that was going to happen. I mean, Legends hasn't even aired yet, and yeah. honestly, Legends and Supergirl both don't have great ratings, and neither does Batwoman. They all got renewed. Yeah. Because, you know, they probably still make decent money off those. They put them in on, on days where, like, they're not going to get great ratings anyway. Like eh. Supergirl, Su- or Supergirl and Batwoman are both Sunday. Yeah. And Legends, at least this week, or next week, is on a Tuesday. Is it this week, or is it, the, like... It's next week is the... Yeah, not this week, but it's it's next, like, it's it's next Tuesday, right? Next Tuesday is the last two episodes of Christ. Six days from today. Yes. So, like, it's... They're on days that I... F- I mean, Tuesdays, I don't really know what's on TV anymore, so I don't know how busy Tuesdays are. I mean, honestly, like, everything, everybody has a DVR now. If you have TV, you have a DVR. If not, you stream it off of something. Yeah. So, honestly, like, days of the week that things air don't really matter, except to TV executives who still actually use Nielsen ratings. Yeah, like, I don't really know how they determine the ratings for... It's, their shows. Honestly, 90% of it is still Nielsen ratings. Yeah. So. It, it is live views of the show as it's airing. And then some some networks now pick up like DVR views and stuff like that. But like they don't, as, as far as I know, they don't count like app views. So if you watch the show on Hulu or if you watch it on like the CW app or any other like streaming yeah. service, they don't count it. Yeah. yeah. So like... Because you watch it just off of the CW app? Uh, or do you watch it off your Plex server? If, if Plex gets it in time, I watch it on Plex. If not, then I watch it on... See, I think for Crisis, because I wanted to give them their money for it, I did watch it on CW. But, like... Because it does... It has ads. And it, they like they might be still taking figuring out the money from the ads and, like, what that comes from as well. Just because it doesn't have good racing, ratings based on Nielsen doesn't mean it's... A bad show. It's just no, exactly. But 
cut like TV executives look at the ratings still like they're the be all end all. Yeah. Rather than looking at like, oh well, how many people watch this on Hulu? How many people watch it on the CW I think, app? I think CW is just like, who the fuck cares anymore? Let's just do what we want. They're owned by CBS. That's why the CBS news anchors are who appear on there. Yeah, right. So I because like literally in, in Philly, this if you um it's. 15th and Spring Garden is the CW slash CBS office. Yeah. Like, it, when you go to that building, the sign on the side of the building, like, like near the door, is CW CBS. And CBS had, like, they, they, they were the ones who had, like, Big Bang, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were bringing in those big... Big Bang, Young Sheldon. Yeah, they're bringing NCIS. in those... Yeah. Uh, yeah. They basically have all of the procedurals that last for 20 years or more. Yeah, except so, for Law & Order. Law so & Order was NBC for a long time. They don't care about money because they're getting money from all that other shit. No, no, they do care about money. That's why whenever a show doesn't do Big Bang numbers, they cancel it six episodes later. Yeah, and now they, they'll just put it on CW. But and- the crazy thing is, they still have the fucking... Sh- There's a show on CBS called The Neighbors. It is actually a mildly funny show. Uh-huh. Um, it's got Cedric the Entertainer and Martin's girlfriend's best friend from Martin. And then two other guys I don't know. And then their neighbors are Schmidt from The New Girl. Yeah. Um, the blonde from um, Two Broke Girls. Okay. And then they have a kid. And they live next door to each other. They're supposed to be in the hood. Like, these houses oh, are so fucking nice. That's right. I remember like, hearing They got about- these beautiful backyards. They got nice, like. Like the the houses are gorgeous. I'm like that is not the hood. That's Th- right. That is not the hood. Remember, fucking anywhere. I do remember hearing about the show. It's like Schmidt and his and and the two. They're like, like a very affluent family that accidentally moved to the. No, hood. no, it's not even accidental. Like the wife is. They're they're from like middle of like middle America, like small town. Like okay. Um, the wife is like a school principal and gets like a like a principal job for like like a gifted school or something like that, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know if, if that's what it actually is, but they moved to that neighborhood because that's where she's teaching. Okay. Or principaling. Yeah. But, like, fucking, this, this neighborhood is fucking friendlier than Sesame Street. <laughs> like, I, like, I, Sesame Street looks more hood than that place does. I need to watch that show. It's, it I mean, so stupid. It is, it is super predictable, but it's reasonably yeah. funny just because, like, like, the two main actors do play well off of each other. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, CBS is a weird fucking network when it comes yeah. to what they keep and what they get rid of. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I figured, you know, if Lost in Space was popular enough, they would say like, yeah, oh, here's another season already. Well, it took them a while to even say if they're going to do a season two because it didn't get those like immediate like Stranger Things. And it's probably an expensive right show to do. It, yeah, it took it, I, I think it was like two years. Oh, is it that old? I think it was like a year and I think season one, it took about a year and a half for them to do season two because i think season one came out in like may and they released this in christmas it was a year plus i can't fully remember i have to look it up uh and netflix doesn't release their ratings for anything they they just released little charts of like hey here's the stuff people liked the most this year yeah so I, i i don't know i haven't looked into it but they do have it set up for a third season um i i i just hope like i hope they would because i hate I I hate when they they'll, they'll cliffhanger something. Like that. Yeah, and then you also were watching that uh, the repair shop. Yeah, I don't know if it's a new show on Netflix or if it's just it just decided to come up on my Netflix recently. But it is a uh, British like quote reality show, I guess, where this guy owns a shop in England or like in in the countryside of England where they repair old antique things, and it's just like so all of England, pretty <laughs> much like. Like you, you saw when you came in. I was watching it. They, they 
One guy was repairing an old metal shoe stretcher. Her dad. What the and, fuck is a shoe stretcher? Her dad and grandfather were both own, like they owned a shoe shop. So they were cobblers. And, uh, they had this machine, like this metal contraption that you put the shoe onto and, uh, spin it and it stretches out the inside of the shoe so that your wide ass feet can fit in it. Somebody like me would perfectly wear something like that or would perfectly need something like that. But just get better feet. I that's that's impossible. No, it's not. I mean, I'd have to get these amputated and get new ones put on. Yeah, Darth Vader did it. Robot feet. We're we're not at that time in. People do it all the time. That was a long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, (laughs) far away. It's just one far. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It's it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. The weird the Weird Al song fucks it up for you. Because the the intro to that is a long, long time ago in a galaxy far away, Naboo yeah. was under an attack. Yes. Because that just, you know, that rhymes and sounds better in a song. Yeah. Um, but there's just, uh, there's, there's just some cool things that come into the shop that they do and fix. They, they fixed up, uh, some woman's, uh, teddy bear that she had since she was born and she was 90 years old or whatever. Uh, one of the things they were doing in the episode you guys walked in was, a uh, gentleman brought an old clock that was owned by his father in World War One. He was an airline pilot, or an or not a, a, a fighter pilot, and he crash landed. Somehow got the propeller from his plane and turned it into a clock. So it's like there's some neat little interesting history. Plus, like you get to watch them in craftsmanship and how they update these things and kind of like stupid little skills. And I'm like, I wish I knew how to do that. Let me watch other people do it instead. It's just a stupid show that uh, it's got two seasons right now. I think in Europe it's aired its third. Oh, okay. So it's like a BBC show or something like that, that Netflix. Yeah. Got it's the not like to. a Netflix show. It's like, a, it's kind of like that, that Dracula show that just came on to Netflix. I hear that's really good. Uh, it's Stephen Moffat. Oh, nice. I and Mark, it's Moffat and, um, Gattis, Gatsis, the, that they did Sherlock also together. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's very, it's very Sherlock, um, form too, cause it's, it's three hour and a half long episodes. Okay. But they were, I, I believe they were BBC produced, like they aired in BBC first and then. Yeah. Once, once all three aired over there, they were put up onto Netflix. Yeah. I, I, I'll have to watch that even more now. Yeah. Team, I, I only know a little bit about it, but it's like, it's a split timeline where it's um it's a female Van Helsing in like I guess the 1800s I believe like dealing with like Dracula then yeah and then her ancestor like a female like like literally the same actress um a doctor but she's like a a doctor in the present I believe yeah. who is also dealing with the same shit but oh, probably you know doesn't believe that a vampire exists i assume yeah. that's cool I'll, i might uh give that a watch or at least one episode this yeah. weekend and hopefully i didn't completely misunderstand what that show was about but i'm pretty sure that's the the idea we'll find out See, if i remember to watch it this weekend next week you probably won't did you watch any did you watch the first half of um the final season of fuller house i did it was so bad i mean that whole show's been bad but in like a good way but like at this like uh what's his name the the middle son uh max yeah he, cause this season, it, it, it's, it took them longer to film this season. He has grown up a year since the end of the last season, but this first episode of this season takes place immediately after last season. They've also, so that show debuted in 2016, I believe. Yeah, and there's been five seasons, but only. Well, this is the sixth season, isn't well, it? Yeah, I guess so, yeah, six seasons. It's because they, six... they aired multiple seasons in the same year. Yeah. But they keep saying it's been five years. 
But it's only but it's only been four years. It technically it was only three, three from three. when the show came out. Yeah, it, which threw me off as well. I was yeah. like, they haven't been living together for five years. They've been living together for, and so it's like this kid Max is act is acting like he's still the same age he was in the previous season, like getting all upset that Aunt Kimmy or Aunt uh, Stephanie doesn't have time for him anymore. When he's old enough to realize, oh wait, he's still only supposed to be like eight or nine years old. He, it's worse in this than it is in The Witcher. He looks like he's like thirteen. I mean, I didn't think he looked that old. He he looks older than he's supposed to be. Act- way older than what he's supposed to be acting. Me- meanwhile, the baby that they barely ever show is like seven now. Yeah. I also I don't like that character simply because the two actors are named Foxit and Dashel. Yeah. And that just irritates me every fucking time I see it in the in the yeah, and credits. And that's that it. Like Fox and Dashel, they they he, they're supposed to be five at this point because they're saying five years. Yeah, he's definitely not five though. He's only four. Actually, he might be. No, yeah, he's probably four, but he's supposed to be five. He's not even talking. Yeah, it's very fucking goofy. It, it's so dumb. And like this whole final, like I didn't realize they were splitting it into two halves. So I was watching it, and I got to the final episode. I was like, this does not feel like a, a, a series finale. And then Until the very up. end of it. Then you're like, oh, yeah, no, I guess this could totally be a series finale. No, nothing happened at the very end of it. I mean, th- she gets engaged, and then they all decide to get married together. Yeah. Like, that that would not have been a satisfying series finale, but sh- a show could definitely end there. Yeah, but that would be that would be like a series finale for a show that didn't know they were getting canceled. Oh yeah, 100%. Or just one of those shows who's like, "Ah, we might get canceled, but we're going to le- end on a cliffhanger just in fucking case." Like that's what yeah. Lucifer did. Lucifer Lucifer ended on a cliffhanger for its I guess fourth season and then got canceled and then luckily Netflix picked it up. Yeah. But it's just it's so it's worse than previous seasons, I think. I don't think it's worse. It, it's just, it's just I don't know, like I have seen some of those old sitcoms semi recently. Mm-hmm. Um, while they are not great, I feel like they're they're playing up the wrong stuff on this one a lot of times. But it's also like it's it's just stupid fun to watch. Yeah, like yeah, it it was just something for me to have on and just be like, oh, let's see how and let's see how this goes. Let's see how they wrap this up. And it made me want to go back and watch. Uh, Full House, which is on Hulu, so I might end up putting that on. I didn't realize it was on Hulu. It's on Hulu, yeah. Um, so I, I, I mentioned this a while ago, but I started watching the the Clone Wars series. Yeah, the original. Yeah, for, well, not the original original. The original okay. were those little micro series from like oh three oh four. Yeah. Um, this is like the two thousand eight series. Okay. Um, so I watched the movie, which I didn't know existed at first. Yes. Um, after I watched the first two episodes of the series. Um, and then I'm, I'm like halfway through the first season. I can't remember. Does the movie take place before the series? Yeah, so this is like two years into the Clone Wars. So this right. is like, or, or this is at least a year into the Clone Wars. So mm-hmm. there was a three year gap between episodes two and three. Yeah. Um, so this is during that gap. Mm-hmm. And at least right now, it's, um, the, like the very first episode was like Yoda centric. It was Yoda with clone troopers and stuff like that. There have been some really cool episodes focusing on the clone troopers. Yeah. And kind of like showing that, like, while they're all clones, they do kind of all have different personalities in a lot of s- situations. And they seem to feel like they are just, dis- like, dispensable. Yeah. Whereas, like, a lot of times the Jedi are like, no, you're still a person. Like, none of us are dying today. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. 
Um, but then the other half of it has been a lot of it's Anakin with his apprentice. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, Asaka. Uh, uh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah. I was gonna say Ashoka, but yeah. The, yeah. I keep wanting the A to be after the S, but it's not. It's A H S O K A. Okay. Um. Who she is for? I don't know why yet, but she is a super popular Star Wars character. Um. I know she. I know she. She's in Clone Wars, and then she also appears in Rebel. Yeah. But like, I'm assuming she is dead by Rise of Skywalker because sh- stuff in the end of Rise of Skywalker. Um, but you know, also like if she's not, she could potentially show up in like, if they wanted to do a live action version of her, she could be in like, um, in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Cause she, I mean, yeah, she would be, she would be an adult. She would be uh, like 20 years older. Uh, so, I mean, the Mandalorian is five years after this rebels is during like it, it it's before and then during and after like the original trilogy. Wait. Mandalorian is how long after? Five years after Jedi. Yeah, but this is Clone Wars. So we'll just... She is like thirteen in Clone Wars. Is she really that young? She yeah, she's like a, a an early teenager. Okay, because she is younger than Anakin. Anakin's only like twenty one. Yeah, true. Because you figure Anakin is like ten ish in Episode One, and between, then has between a, ten and twelve, and then has a major growth spurt between Episode One and two. Yeah, and then it, it's a ten year gap between Episodes One and Two, so he is between twenty and twenty three, and. Where we're at now, he's somewhere between that and, say, 25. Yeah. So he is only a little older than she is. Yeah. Um, And she is probably somewhere between, like, four, like 13 and 16. Okay. Um, but still, she would be, when it comes to Rebels, which takes place after closer episode Closer to episode... So Rebels takes place closer to episode four. So, it's so about she would 18 be... years from this. Yeah, so she would be late 20s at that point, and then by the end of... She, w- she would be 30s, early 30s. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah. And, I mean, splitting hairs on that, but still. Yeah, but I mean, you figure, like, 15 plus 20 would be 35, and then by the end of the original trilogy, she would be pushing 40, so, like, yeah. she'd be in her mid to late 40s by the time The Mandalorian's happening. Yeah, she could be. So, like, she could reasonably be a character there. Yeah. And I, th- I have, I've never seen any of Rebels, but I think the way the timeline plays out is that series ends with a with stuff happening post-Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I've I never don't, watched. I don't know, so I've yeah. never watched Rebels. I know a lot of Rebels happens before um, A New Hope because mm-hmm. you have um, you actually Obi Wan is in Rebels a few times, and one of the things is him fighting Darth Maul for a yeah. final time. Like I know that happens, and that obviously has to happen pre A New Hope. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so like it's not inconceivable that if they if that character is as popular as it is for them to do a live action version. In the Mandalorian. Yeah. And it's reasonable, like, because they're not going to have the same voice actress most likely play that character, um, because odds are that voice actress probably doesn't look enough like that character to do it. Um, a 45, 50 year old is not going to sound like a 15 to 25 year old. So. Yeah, makes sense. Um, but uh, so far, like, the, the show is interesting because it's just, it's doing a lot of stuff to, like, that era that you just didn't know. Like, you know it was a war, but you didn't really think about how that was actually, like, a legitimate war. Yeah. And, like, you're seeing more of, like, Grievous and, like, stuff that was, like, going on outside of just the opening battle that you see in, in Attack of the Clones and the... Ending battle that you see at the... Uh, uh, yeah, because, I mean, really, the, the, the end of the Clone Wars is the beginning of Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah. Or Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Um... But yeah, like, I, I'm interested to get through it, and I realize, I, I don't know if this ever actually happens, but like, 
you can see that Anakin and Ahsoka are like forming like a bond. Um, like there's one episode where they have to go rescue Jabba's son. Yeah. Because Jabba had a son apparently. And he thinks that Jabba is holding her captured or potentially c- killed her. And he is ready to do the same thing to Jabba's whole palace that he did to the Sand People. So, like, there's obviously some sort of, like, caring and, like, relationship there. Um, But, like, he is going to become Darth Vader soon and be looking to murder all of the Jedi. Yeah. And it just makes me wonder, like, is there ever a point in this show where they either, like, come face to face after he's fallen to the dark side? Or if there's just some sort of, like... Like, point where, like, she acknowledges that her former master is now, like, an evil tyrant. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure, because I, like, the Clone Wars series takes place during the Clone Wars. It doesn't take place beyond, But she is also in Rebels. Yeah, so, like, they might bring that up in Rebels, like, what caused her to, like, how is she still alive? Because all the Jedi were supposed to have been killed? So, Or they might approach it at the end of the series like maybe she left the jedi order because of so i know at some point at some point prior to revenge of the sith she apparently does leave the jedi order yeah i have like heard that enough different places online i don't know why but yeah but still like whether you leave the jedi order or not like you're still going to be upset when you find out that like your master for however long fucking like turned evil and murdered everyone you ever knew I mean, but how big is a galaxy? How likely is she to have actually heard that? I mean, Darth... Yeah, I guess not everyone knew Darth Vader was that, was, yeah, was, was Anakin only... Skywalker. But at the same time, you know, like, y- you said it yourself. Like, for being a whole galaxy, this galaxy is awfully fucking small. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah. I mean, look, it- it's a very minor throwaway thing, but in Rogue One, the two guys that fucking try to kill Luke in the cantina are in the fucking bar on Jeddah. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I'm actually I I wasn't sure I was gonna like that show because of the art style just I, I really like the art style that they took in the animation. I like, So the animation is really I, good, but the art style at first kinda turned me off, but I'm actually really starting to like it. Yeah, like I've never watched it through, but I've seen episodes here and there. Well, if you ever sign up for your fucking free year of Disney Plus I got I keep forgetting to call Verizon chill. God, you're bro, just, just you're chill. the worst. It's because when I think to call Verizon it's six o'clock at night and They're, they're still there. I've tried <laughs> the customer service closes at five. Do they really? Mm-hmm. Customer service for stuff like that closes at five. Re- that's fucking dumb. Like people fucking work. <laughs> I hate to- shit like that. And they're not open on the weekends. Like fuck all of them. Um, and then you you put on here crisis predictions. I actually don't have any because at this point it's like, well, Oliver's going to die or disappear because his show's ending. But every other show got renewed, so no one else is dying. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't mean for... I didn't mean so, like, who do you think is going to die? Who do you think, But, like, any idea of what might happen based on what we've heard? Like, we know Kara wants to use the book to bring her entire uh, Earth or um, universe back. Like, I feel like it's it's not out of the question that they leave that universe gone, and they just, like, keep everything in... Like, I could see this ending with... Very similar to what the original Crisis did with just a, a single Earth. Yeah. And just somehow her Earth and, like, Earth Prime get merged together. Yeah. So that, like, her and Superman and all of her supporting cast and her um, national city and everything exist in this world like nothing ever happened. Yeah. But I feel like it also just makes sense to just split everything back up and let the, the dead universes be recreated. Because, frankly, I want Harry back. I miss Harry. And he is obviously dead because his, mean, his planet was destroyed. He, he probably was never going to come back anyway. 
You don't know that. He he was he was dumb at the end of the last time no, you but saw him. He he was going to figure out a way to fix it. But he couldn't figure out a way to fix it because he was dumb. Yeah, but he had his daughter. She was smart. But she was on a different Earth helping no, a different Flash. At one point, but I'm sure she went back to her fucking Earth when her dad was losing his intelligence. But he was dumb. Maybe he forgot he had a daughter to tell her that he was losing his intelligence. God, you're the worst. You never know. I just want to see Harry again. He was the best Wells. He was He was a decent one. He was the best Wells. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I don't really... I was just... I, I put that there more for, like, a conversation of, of yeah, like... Yeah, I honestly... I haven't really... Honestly, like, I the a month break kind of ruined the momentum for it. Like, I'm not... I'm not not looking forward to seeing it, but I also... Like, I'm not as excited for it as I would have been watching it the following night after the last one. Yeah, I, I like... I like that they took the month break, because it's like, you, you get, like... You get that sense of, like, holy shit, what's gonna happen? I wish they didn't announce, hey, all the shows are coming back... Like this week, and waited maybe two weeks, and announced, "Hey, hey, all the shows are coming back." Yeah, like that is the the twenty four hour night cycle we live in kind of tends to ruin things like that. Uh, especially like shows like like I remember with Doctor Who where uh Clara 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 was leaving, and it was like I constantly like uh find out who the new person is, or find find out who the new companion is, or find out who the new Doctor is. I'm like. I don't want to know that the doctor's going to leave until that episode. Yeah. Like, and it's, it, it's not even cause I, it's, it's every news site will cover that. Well, and I mean, like a lot of places do. So like the networks announce that stuff because it's a big deal for them. It gets them, um, like advertisers and stuff like that on board early. Yeah. And then like with like the doctor who stuff, like they literally did like special broadcasts, like interviews, like to reveal yeah. doctors. But it's like they, they would announce. That there's going to be a new doctor before the current doctor has even, yeah. the season has even like, been filmed. Th- they did like a special, like hour long, like interview thing in August when, um, the August before Matt Smith left yeah. to like reveal that it was Peter Capaldi when like he, like the, the regeneration didn't happen until Christmas. Yeah. Like, w- like you knew six months in advance that like he's going to change. Yeah. It's like, well, that's. Like, that's the one thing I really drives me nuts about the 24-hour news cycle. Some things tend to get spoiled. I mean, everything does. Like, we live in a, we we live in a culture full of spoilers. But like, I don't often get a lot of spoilers, but it's like, when it comes to TV shows, those are the hardest to keep from being spoiled because it's like, like, I'm constantly looking up, like, this episode of The Flash, that episode of The Flash, or whatever, so it's like, oh, the CW-verse. Everything's everything's coming back. Well, like, plus like fuck? Chrome, like whenever you open a new tab in Chrome on mobile, or at least on mine, it lists a bunch of fucking like news items that yeah, like occasionally spoil things. Yeah. Um. But so m- moving on from like TV stuff, um, there there was some some news about Dice LA, which is an EA studio. Um, Vince Ampella, the current head of Respawn, I think he's the head at Respawn, right? I believe so. Um, he is going to be taking over Dice LA. Weird. Is it? Kinda. <coughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It is kind of weird. Um. The thing is, he's still remaining as CEO of Respawn. Yeah. Oh. But, oh yeah, he's not, like, moving. He is just going to be in charge of both. But he is, um. Okay, slightly less weird then. So, Stig Osmussen. I don't, uh-huh. I did not say that right. He's the director of Fallen Order. He will oversee narrative-driven games. Okay. Um, Alex Bring, who I assume is probably a typo, unless that, unless his last name is just Bring. 
Um, Could be. Actually, I think this whole that whole line is a typo. Alex Bring overseen by Chad. Oh, that's supposed to be Apex. Apex <sighs> being overseen. By <laughs> I was on the toilet when I wrote this, okay? Man. Um, and Apex, then Me- Medal yeah. of Honor above and beyond is um, being se- overseen by Peter Hirschman. Which I only added that because apparently they have a VR Medal of Honor game. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just found this out in and this article today. So for what it's worth, um, Vince Ampello was one of the original people behind the original Medal of Honors. Oh, nice. Because he was, I mean, he's one of the guys be- behind Medal of Honor and the, the original Call of Duties. Okay. Like, uh, what's well, the fucking studio that I can't think of the name of right now? The Call Infinity of Duties. Ward. Yeah. He he was one of the heads at Infinity Ward that when all of the Infinity Ward people didn't want to make Call of Duty anymore, they left and formed Respawn and started making, like, Titanfall and shit. Yeah. But... The, Respawn has made games that pe- they have made. They might not be making the most money for EA, but they haven't released games that people fucking trash the way that they trash like the Battlefields and Battlefronts for yeah. all the shit they do. Um, so it makes sense to put the guy who's in charge of all of that in charge of some of their properties that make them a lot of money. Because if people are happy with those products, they're probably going to make them more money. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there's been a big resurgence in Battlefront 2. Like, yeah, I think it happened right around the time that like, the the movie came out. But, all, like, they've made a lot of changes to, like, the uh, classes and stuff in that game. Really? And apparently, like, it's gotten a real big player base. Yeah, so I don't think Dice LA is the studio that do- did that stuff anyway. No, I think that that's one Dice of- proper, but... yeah. Um, but they're also apparently going to be changing the name of Dice LA. Yeah, uh, that's really all the articles that is. Yeah. To Checkpoint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Respawn Checkpoint. Okay. Sure. Fucking why not? Yeah. Why not? Also, I, I do like that that uh, Medal of Honor VR game is above and beyond, which is, you know, above and beyond the Call of Duty. Oh, shit, I never thought about that. <laughs> Fucking way to go, EA. Uh, apparently, there's also something about a... Uh, uh, a new IP coming from this team, yeah, or from the studio. Yeah, but apparently, like Zimpello apparently wants to launch like new IP and like really do something with the studio. That's not like honestly the generic EA stuff at this point. Yeah, so we'll it, see. It, it's going to be interesting to see because, like, like we said, he's running both studios. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I but, like he he might have a little bit more of a hands off approach with Respawn. Yeah, I mean, at this point, like depending on what Respawn is working on. Like I'm sure that I'm sure they have a core team that works on Apex. Yeah, and then probably somebody making Titanfall three. Yeah, like maybe not a big team making Titanfall three because I, mean, I know they don't make a ton of money off of that. Uh, but the, there's at least six people working on a Titanfall three. I mean, maybe Stig Asmussen might be working on Titanfall three if it has a narrative to it in some way, shape, yeah, but, or form. Oh wait, 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 wait. Are these? Are, are are these like bullet points? People that are still working on stuff at respawn? at respawn. Oh, I didn't realize the Medal of Honor was being made at respawn. I thought that was a dice game. That's what it sounded like in the article, at least. Was that these people are all from respawn? I they, they are all from respawn, but I thought yeah. they were going to work at dice. No, no, it's these guys are like this was all respawn stuff. So Stig is me as we said is 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 now moving up to the narrative head. Uh, and like those are the changes that respawn while Zampella is Zampella taking on a leadership is... role at Dice. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, I did not realize. So, sorry, I didn't make that. Actually, I'm clearer. sorry. That actually makes a lot more sense when you think about it because Apex is a respawn game. Yeah. Um, 
But for some, yeah, I totally did not realize Medal of Honor was being done at Respawn. My bad, I didn't make that clearer in there. No, it's cool. It's not your fault. Um, what is your fault though is that you're too scared to play Resident Evil. I am not too scared to play Resident Evil. 2. Drew, did he not tell us earlier that he was too much of a bitch to play he, Resident Evil? He said Evil 2? those words in that exact no, order. I did not say those words in any of that order. No, so, you, you said you said I'm a bitch. I can't play Resident Evil too. No, I never <laughs> said that. So obviously, by the context, you can hear. I started playing Resident Evil 2 over this past weekend. I um the Resident Evil 2 remake. The remake, like the new the new version of Resident Evil 2. Uh and my god, is that game great. Like But but you're too scared to play it. So, no, I'm not too scared <laughs> to play it. Let me get into the game and talk about the game first and then we can talk about personal stories, okay? I mean, you said I am too scared to play it. <laughs> and then more words. But those exact words in that exact order at one point came out of your mouth. No, I said I cannot play it before bed. I never said I'm too scared to play it. I said I cannot play it before bed. That is all I said. He just needs the sheet covers if he's going to play it before bed. So, anyway, Resident Evil 2, the new remake... And you... you, Real quick, like Resident Evil related. Did you play the first one, the HD first one... Just the one path, or did you do it with both characters? I only played it through with um, Jill. Uh, Jill. Okay. I didn't play it like I wanted to play through it and play. I wanted to get to, to Resident Evil Two, but I just I wanted because you had started playing Resident Evil One. I felt like playing through Resident Evil One. Understandable. Um, and I I like I know the story of Resident Evil One. I've played it a number of times. Like I had played Resident Evil One more recently than I had played Resident Evil Two. Have you played Resident Evil Two before on the PlayStation? Okay, so you played the original. Yeah, well, that was my first Resident Evil, was the right. PlayStation. For some reason, I thought you had set... Have you never played 3, then? I never played 3. I think I had 2 and 3 swapped in my head. I thought you had never played 2, but you had played 3. No, I had played 2, and I had played through it, like, 6 times. Or, like, I I, I don't know if I had done both characters, but I know I had played through, through it at least 2 to 3 times. And, like... I I absolutely loved it when I found out there was like a scenario B that you could go through. I wanted to try to do that, but like I didn't have like I I didn't really get how to do it. There was a specific way you had to do it or something like that. I can't fully remember, or maybe it was just play it through again. But like I never played it through consistently. It would be like I'd play it, beat it, and then play something else, and then do a new save or whatever. Uh, so I do plan on doing like the story B and then playing as. Claire and then doing Claire's story B as well because it does change up the game with different uh, like slightly different paths and a different ending for both of them yeah but this game is so good like so many like I have jumped so many times playing this game how many times has Mr. X got you so I I've, I I I don't really understand like how Mr. X works because I've now I've left the police station so I don't know if he follows me after the police station because possible spoiler there there was a scene where he gets hit with a car and then the car gets blown up so i don't i don't remember how mr x worked in the original and so this mr x works entirely differently because he's not scripted yeah he is entirely autonomous he is scripted to show up there but then he is autonomous after that but i don't know if he like after like he gets blown up in that in that point that happened and I'm not telling you when. Like, I don't know if he shows up yeah. again after that. I was not. under the impression that he was a threat the entire game. I don't know, because uh, I haven't read. Like, I've o- I'm only just beyond this point, so I don't really know how he works. I haven't. I don't want to do research to find it out. I just want. I, I want to. I'll look it up when I get home and text it to you. Please don't. <laughs> um, 
But he, when he does show up, he makes the game so stressful. There are certain safe rooms where he won't or can't go into that you can go and hide. But while you're standing there, all he hears thump, thump, thump as his footsteps. And so there's uh, a section where you can go. There's like the interrogation and the viewing room. And so uh, you go into those rooms and it's two rooms. If you're playing as Leon, the glass is already broken out. If you're playing as Claire, you encounter a liquor in that room that jumps through the glass because uh, you can only get each character. One of them gets the heart key. The other one gets the club key. Right. Isn't this the game where like if you pick up a gun as Claire... It's not there for Leon or something like that? No. Um, each character gets specific guns. So Leon gets the shotgun in the 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 gun chest, but Claire gets the, sh- the, the, the grenade launcher. Or, yeah, Claire. Uh, Leon gets the magnum, where Claire gets something else. Leon gets a flamethrower, where Claire gets, like, an electric gun or something like that. Each character, like, they get different things, and even, like, Leon gets a club key, Claire gets the heart key, so Claire can go into certain rooms that Leon can't get into. Leon can get into rooms that Claire can't get into. There are two rooms that have both have doors for both keys, <coughs> so each character can only go into those rooms in a specific way. One of them is, like, the, the interrogation and viewing room, and so Claire walks into it, the liquor comes out, you kill it, and then you can jump the glass to go into both rooms, get whatever you need, and then leave. Okay. And Leon, same. you go in, the glass is already broken, and you can go into both rooms, and then you can leave. Uh, you find out, at least at the point that I'm at, you're just behind Claire. Like, she's ahead of you. She finds a way into the police station, and then she makes it out of the police station before you do. Um, But it's just, like, my only complaint about this game is... Too scary for you to play at night? No. How many shots it takes to kill a fucking zombie when I can... Aim at its head. Don't give me the option to aim at something's head if a headshot doesn't kill that But they're something. not zombies. They are zombies. No, like, they're not traditional zombies in those games. Headshots have never killed them. False. Resident Evil 4, even with the Las Plagas... They're different things in Resident Evil 4. They're, they're things that are, cre- that are ran by parasites. There was also never actual headshots until Resident Evil 4. But even in the other Resident Evil games that aren't the numbered... If you can aim at a head and shoot at a head, that shoots out and kills the zombie. Do, see, I, I thought that those games, like, four four and five I know were different because you weren't fighting the same sort of, like, no, monsters. No, in, in four, five, and six, they were, I believe it was, like, the Las Plagas or something like that. It was a parasite that digs into the, the its host, and if you shot something in the head in, in the early game, shooting something in the head... I, if I remember correctly, at least it took two shots to kill something in the head. So if you shot something in the head in four, a lot of times they would stand back up and they'd have like the weird shit coming out of their necks. At mid-game and later. not at the Oh, does that only game. start at mid-game? Yeah, it starts at mid-game and later. And I think it only took like one to two shots to kill something with a headshot. I know if you, if you used like, a, like, if you had like the shotgun or like a rifle and you headshotted, um, it was instant death in this. Yeah. In this one, I, I, can be point blank at a liquor aiming at its head region with a shotgun and it'll still take two to three shots to kill this thing seven was like that too and i think seven are supposed to be the same sort of monsters like i can aim at the head of a zombie and it takes half a clip so i ended up there's even like they if you look online they say don't aim to kill aim to maim and run away 
Yeah, which I think has always been like one, two, and three. That was the one, two, and three. You couldn't maim in one, two, and three. It was kill the zombie or run away from the zombie. That's it. You couldn't. You could shoot them to knock them down. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. But you couldn't like shoot any limbs off to make them crawl. Oh, they is that what you can? Can you do that in, in the can, remake? You can shoot off legs and oh. stuff like that, which is what they're telling you to do. Shoot off a leg to make it so they can only crawl around. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that in this one. But you have like I shot something in the kneecap six fucking times and it was still walking and then I shoot it in the shin and the 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 like but then another thing I shoot in the shin twice and not the kneecap and the limb blows off like there's some inconsistencies yeah no I'm sorry I didn't realize that when you said meme you literally meant like blow no, yeah. limbs off I mean off. like blow the limbs like, off like I was talking about like shooting something 3 times to get it to fall down and then just moving along yeah no like if you shoot something center mass three times it's going to keep coming at you you need to shoot the head a few times for it to drop or you need to blow a leg off for it to not be able to move um and uh, that really is my only it's like how much it takes to kill these things and how limited ammo is if you're gonna make that's ammo, why it's a survival game and i absolutely love that I, you're bitching about it right now because <laughs> there, there make is, up your fucking mind no like there is there comes a point where it is too much and it gets to be too much. Like I said, I know how to if, fix this. I know how to fix this. Five ninety nine DLC unlimited ammo. I ain't doing that shit. I'm not <laughs> playing bitch mode. I'm not playing bitch. Like I will make it work, but like there, if you're gonna make it so that your knife has durability and will break, if you're gonna make it so that like in order to shoot off a leg, you have to hit a specific point, and like if I hit the kneecap five times, the leg should blow off. It shouldn't have not blown off. Like I don't know. Have you ever shot something in the knee five times? You know how big your knee is. Like if you shoot it in the knee five times, that that knee there's it's going to be attached by strands. You're not going to have the strength to stand. If you shoot somebody in the kneecap once, they're not going to have the strength to stand. No, I mean you're you're not wrong there. But these are also zombies. They don't feel pain. But it, it's not the pain. It's the the muscle strength to hold yourself up. That's fine. Like it just like there there's just a little bit of inconsistencies to like. How I have to shoot it, I'm still trying to figure that out. I don't know. You need me to make up your mind, though. Either you love this system or you fucking hate no, it. No, I love the fact that it's bring <laughs> that it's like it's got the survival horror. You're roots sending and- mis- mixed signals, is what I'm telling no, you. No, like it's it's not really that mixed. It's if you're gonna give me an event, an option to shoot things in the head, five headshots better kill it and not just put it to the ground. That's my problem. Five headshots don't kill it. Five headshots put it to the ground, and as I walk by, it's standing the fuck back up. I'm okay with that. If if you're going to give me the availability to shoot in a specific spot, five headshots should kill it. Because in all Resident Evil games, even Resident Evil 1, in order to kill the, the zombie, you blow off the head or you burn it. If I'm shooting the head, I'm blowing off the head. I mean, the head's not necessarily going to explode from a bullet. But also, can you run over and stomp them? Uh... There's no. I swear that's a thing you can do in, in like the original. In the originals, there is if they grab you, but in this one, they've given you defensive weapons that you have to use. So if they grab you, you use the defensive weapon. I've not been grabbed by something that was on the ground to know if I can stomp them. But if they're on the ground and they're not dismembered, they're just standing back up when you run by them. They're not like reaching out for you to grab you. Like you knock basically that those five headshots knock them unconscious. You run by, and they start to get back up shortly after you run by. It's just it's a little like frustrating and management wise. I'm still trying to figure it out. 
but overall, I fucking love this game. But Mr. X... Scares you so much oh you can't God. play when it's dark out? So I encountered him, and it took me an hour plus to get through the rest of what I needed to do in the uh, in the police station to leave. Now, are you playing on the difficulty that actually requires you to still use the um, typewriter ink ribbon thing? That is hard mode. I found that out. Oh, is it is normal mode? You don't normal need mode is there's no auto save, but you don't need ink ribbons. Okay, so hard mode is you need ink ribbons. And then was it easy? There's auto save. Easy. There's auto save and a lot more ammo and blah blah blah. So you're playing on easy mode. I'm I'm playing on normal mode. So I'm playing where like I can save at uh, at typewriters and that's it. But I don't need ink ribbons for it. And then is this like other Resident Evils where you can't drop the difficulty after you start? Uh, I guess so. I don't. I haven't tried. I don't. I don't try. I never try to change the difficulty after I start playing it. If I pick it on, if I play it on hard and it's too hard, then I'm restarting at normal. Like I don't change it. Man, that's insane. I that's just how I do it. Like I don't. I guess you know if you don't get too far into it, like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, but at the same time, like I to be fair, I never start a game on hard. Like no, I always play through a game on normal first because especially Capcom games. They tend to have the new game plus mode where you get to bring over stuff that you had from the previous game. Yeah. So there's no point in playing on hard mode first because your next playthrough on hard new new game plus in hard mode will be easier than your first playthrough on normal mode. What's the fucking point of playing new game plus on hard if you're just going to make it easy for yourself? That's not the point of hard mode. Yeah, I, I usually, like I started Outer Worlds on hard. I've yeah, I mean out, something like Outer Worlds actually makes sense. Like. Like, Wolfenstein, well, the new order I played on hard. The new Colossus was. I heard really that game was just too hard and even I on normal. Started on hard and then went down to normal. Yeah, like I will, I will almost always just start a game on normal. Yeah, and then if it's too easy and I actually want the game to be a challenge, I'll bump it up. If it's generally if it, if it's hard on normal and I'm just not enjoying the gameplay, but I want to see the story. I'll drop it on the easy just to get through the story. Mm-hmm. Um, like, honestly, I did that with Jedi Fallen Order because I don't like the combat in that game. That's I wound up doing that with, with the end of uh, Uncharted 4. Yeah. Like, Uncharted games are like that weird middle ground where I don't mind the gameplay, but it's not... G- the third-person shooting is not good enough for me to want to play on the hard mode, so I just leave it on normal the whole time. Because, like, occasionally you run into shitty spots on that where you just get stuck anyway. And it's like, cool... I I will get frustrated with this part rather than get frustrated with most of the game because mm-hmm. of stupid shit. But yeah, like the 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 Jedi Fallen Order combat would be perfect if there weren't the random fucking animals that are like low to the ground that have constant undodgeable attacks. Like they're just they're not fun to fight them. Like there's not really any there's not skill to fight them the way there's like kind of a skill let barrier to fight like actual enemies. So it's like, ah, fuck this. This game's not that good. I'm just gonna run through the story on easy mode. You guys call me. Yeah, because you actually play games on easy because you can't beat them. No. I've, I, you I, did it once. It, it, <laughs> it happened once, and you guys swear that it was a different game than I'd say it was. Wasn't it Devil May Cry 3? It was Devil May Cry 2. That's even worse, man. No, Devil May Cry 2 was the harder one. No, it's not. Where no. they, you, yeah, it's it was. easy as shit. Devil May Cry 2 was the one where it was, like, the tower with the girl as the other person you play as. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was... that. I I remember watching Eric and Shawhead playing Devil May Cry 2 on normal mode and not being able to beat the first fucking boss. So... Man, they I, suck at games. Yeah, I no. went in and played on easy mode, and guess what? 
guess what? Because it's a Capcom game, gave me New Game Plus after I beat it on easy fucking mode. Yeah, so ge- generally, Resi- or Resident Evil, fuck. Devil May Cry 3 is considered the hardest in the series. I, I didn't play... I played Resident Evil 3 on normal mode. You mean Devil May Cry? I did the or same Or Devil thing. May Cry 3 <laughs> on normal mode. I didn't play it on easy mode. Yeah, Devil May and Cry 2 was a super easy game. I, I, that, I, that was part of the complaint everyone... Ha- that's why everyone hates Devil May Cry 2. It was too easy, and the second character sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that female half-demon was just not fun to play No, she, she's... And I, I ended up playing through as her, cause, well, and she did suck. To do the whole game, you play through as both, because it's literally two different fucking discs. Yep. Well, you could, like... You could choose. It wasn't like... Yeah, no, you choose story. by putting yeah. in the discs in. Yeah, I Like, put one it, I, disc is Dante, the other disc is her. Yeah, I played as her for my playthrough. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, like, I played both both discs, and that was not a good Devil May Cry game. Back then, because, like, I think that game came out around summer, like... Pretty sure. Around yeah. that time, like, a bunch of games came out that summer. We got a bunch of games that summer that, like, Shahed came over every weekend, and we would try to play games, me, him, and Eric... That, like, had multiple characters or multiple ways to play, so that, like, alright, Eric plays as this character, Shad plays as that character, and I play as this character. Um, like, one of them was, uh, Parasite Ishu, I believe? Or, no. That was a PS1 game, wasn't it? Yes, it wasn't Parasite Ishu. It was, uh, Onimusha something. Probably the first or second. The, the, whichever one had, uh, that French guy. John Reno? Yeah. I think that was two. So, that had... I'm, that I'm had almost certain it's not one. It wasn't one. It definitely one. wasn't one. So that had three playable characters. It was Jean Reno. It was shit. Uh, I forgot he was a playable character. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he was a playable character for a short time. But it had three playable characters. So we sat there and played through the story straight through. And every time it would change, it would be like Shahed, Eric, whatever. And then when it came to my turn, I played as that character. So fuck that was Onimusha three. Yeah. Okay. So I I knew. It, I knew it wasn't That's, one. Is that Warlord? That no, Warlords is a different one, right? Onimusha Warlords is the first one. Oh, really? Maybe I'm actually going to double check that I'm not just talking at my ass. No, yeah, Onimusha Warlords is the name of the first game. Oh, yeah. Okay. So like that summer, we had played through Onimusha one, Onimusha two, and then Onimusha three. So this was 2004. Yes. Because Onimusha three came out April 2004. Yeah. And then we did that with a bunch of other, like, we would play Tales of Symphonia, and like any, like, Eric would control the main character, and then when we went into combat, in those games, you could control, you could have four controllers, one controlling each character. So we we would play through it that way, that way we would get the narrative, we would all play together, and we would have yeah. a chance to actually play games. So, um, that's why I played as the girl in Devil May Cry 2. Which, like, I, nothing against you playing that on easy mode, but she was actually the easier side of it. Like, Look, I just remember watching Eric and Shahid having issues fighting Cerberus or whatever the first boss was and not being able to do it. So I went, I'm like, I'm playing on easy mode because they couldn't do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. And I beat the game. And when I went to go start up uh, the second, like, be like, all right, I beat the game. I'm going to play on normal mode now. It gave me the option of new game plus on normal mode. I was like, hey, Eric, look. He's like, that's not fair. They never let you do that in the past. I'm like, you don't know that. Maybe they do. And we never played it on easy mode, so I mean, we don't know. To be fair, like... PS2 and even PS3 era, a lot of times things were locked behind difficulty levels. Yeah. That's why, like, you couldn't unlock the hard mode unless you... Be- or you couldn't unlock, was- like, the hardest mode unless you beat it on hard Yeah, first. it was usually, like, the very hard mode that you had. So you would generally have to play through normal mode to get the new game plus and carry over everything that you had the first way. To play hard to mode play to hard get, mode. like, hell or crushing yeah, or... Yeah, and then that... And then continue on forward. Um, but do you have anything else you want to say about Resident Evil? But yeah, I, so... 
because of Mr. X, I've learned I cannot play this game before I go to bed or before bedtime because how many times have you had to change your sheets? I haven't had to change it. It's not that it's not like scary pooping my pants, peeing my pants, whatever like that. It was my heart was literally racing for an hour plus. Are you sure you don't have a cardiac issue? Maybe you should see a doctor. I might. Who knows? See a doctor. It might have got given me a cardiac issue, but it's just because you don't know where he's going to show up, and you can like. I, I stood Dude, in... Sorry. How fucking funny would it be if completely, like, incidentally, like, Kwame came... Because Kwame works, like, third shift, right? Yeah. So like, he comes home fairly late? Uh, he comes home at, like, six in the morning. Oh, shit. He works that late. Yeah. I was going to say, like, you know, he comes home, like, two, three in the morning or something like that, and it's just, like, like not purposely comes... stomping, but just, like, walking heavy. He comes walking in with a bolo hat and a trench coat, and I'm, like, getting a drink. I'm like, what the fuck? No, no, I was more thinking, like, you're just laying in bed, like, all, like, amped up because the game got yeah. you all thing, and he just is, like, like coming up the stairs, like... Yeah. I just think that that would be funny if you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it could, and there have been times that, like, I'll be just watching TV and I hear the neighbors stomping up and down their stairs. So it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that were to happen. And so, like, it took me about an hour and a half to stop dealing with Mr. X and get to the point that I'm at now. And I stopped and it was 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, I can't go to bed right now. I'm just too stressed out. I need to do something that's not stressing. So that's where I started watching that show, The Repair Shop. Because I was like, I need to calm down. Let's watch people fix it. You know this. there's a glass blowing competition show on Netflix? I've watched that. I've actually talked about it on the show. Okay, you were the one. I couldn't. Somebody told me about it. I, I forgot th- it was you. I think maybe Drew might have talked about it too. No. He doesn't, away. he doesn't watch television. Oh, I thought I thought Drew talked about it as well. No, it, but it is it is a good show. It is a very good show. Sports and wrestling. That's all he watches. But like pretty much, th- that's more like competition wise, and that is a little bit higher. Sh- it's it's not as stressful as fucking Mr. X. But it's do you like, get stressed out watching competitions? No, but okay, like, I'm just making sure it's not competitions. But it's like it's like anxious when like, I'm watching. Like you're sitting here like, watching the Great British Bake Off, like <laughs> no, fucking, like no. But it's like that. You get anxious watching something like Blown Away because, like, it's fragile and delicate. Oh, and, and like, like when something bad happens. Something, or... I'm like, stop! You gotta be careful. And like, like, I was, I there's a YouTuber I started watching. He like goes through and does like pu- millennial. He does like puzzle boxes and stuff. It's actually really fascinating. I like can't, makes puzzle boxes. He he solves puzzles and puzzle box like like tons of them. And there was one that he had. It was just a cylinder. It was a bunch of um six. So hex hexagons, right? Yeah. Six. It was a bunch of hexagons on this cylinder, and there was an oddly shaped piece in the middle, and he had to like figure out the orientation and which one of the hexagons was just big enough to fit this thing through. And there were times where he would have his finger in like the hexagon trying to roll the marble around, and that gives me anxiety because I'm like, don't get your finger fucking stuck in that thing, dude. Like, relax. You'll figure it out. But like looking at that just gives me like a I can't, I, I would never be able to do that. I gotta stop watching this type of thing. So, like, things that are, like, high pressure kind of give me a little bit of, like, I gotta relax, I gotta calm down, let me watch people fix something. Well, so, Sarah was messaging me, because she started watching the first episode of the new season of Worst Cooks in America. 
Yeah. And that show stresses her out, especially at least the very beginning, watching these people be so fucking bad at cooking. They are it's, really bad. It's it's like nailed it. Like some of these people are I'm just like, how are you that st-? like when you told me the story of the guy from Giant Bomb who thought to make egg whites, you crack <laughs> the egg open, throw out everything in the fucking egg and put the shell on the pin. Yeah, but that, that guy, guy also works for WWE now. Yeah, but like when you told <laughs> me about he, this, he also like, didn't think Metal Gear Solid games were political. But how how are you that stupid that you don't think Metal Gear games are political? Because you're fucking that wrong man right there. fucked up his eyes as a child because he thought people thought it looked cool where to wear glasses, so he started wearing glasses yeah, no, that he did he, not need. He purposely failed an eye exam to have to wear glasses. That he then permanently fucked his eyes up, so now he needs incredibly powerful glasses. He's just like, how can you be that stupid? How can you be bad? It's that bad. He, he wrote a book stuff. called "The Dumbest Kid in Gifted Class" because apparently he was in gifted class. And and this and, and this guy's famous. Uh, I mean, he's famous. like internet famous. Like yeah. he got married at Taco Bell. He got he's, married at a Taco. Yeah, yeah. He he was the first person to get married at the um big fancy Las Vegas Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. He loves Taco Bell. Um. But yeah, Resident Evil 2, I'm hoping to get at least another third of the way through it. I'm probably going to go to the orphanage, which is completely new to me, next. That's, I did, apparently, they added an orphanage in this one. Oh. Um, so that's probably the next sp- place I'm going to. Um, so that's going to be freaky. I don't think there's kids from what I've read. I don't know, though. I haven't read too far. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying this game, and I hope Resident Evil 3 is similar to this, just... Maybe not as ridiculous when it comes to killing zombies. Or at least, like... No, it, it will be. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Um, and, and Nemesis is going to be worse than Mr. X, because Nemesis is indestructible and throughout the entire game in that game, whereas Mr. X was originally just in the PlayStation, and it was, like... It was mostly scripted in the original, wasn't it? I, I don't... I don't remember... I honestly don't remember Mr. X. And I, I, I'm almost positive that Nemesis was very scripted in 3, because they, yeah. they literally could not get him to... Yeah. be a like a constant threat yeah it, he was highly scripted like certain events but during those events like he would keep following you and you could not kill him yeah you couldn't even like weaken him to a point where he would like stop yeah you, you just, just had to get the fuck had out of the to way get the fuck out of dodge um unrelated to all that how did you feel with the entire eagles lineup being injured this year uh that last game like sucked like did did they have any first string players left i mean on their like offensive line yeah, they're uh, so honestly from the beginning of the season, the only first string players left in the playoff game were Carson Wentz, who Zach Ertz went out who, in the Wentz wound up getting hurt. Zach Ertz, who was playing injured with broken ribs and a lacerated kidney, He's, uh, he was two weeks out from having that dealt with. Yeah, uh, Jason Peters, who had been off and on hurt all year, and then. Uh, Isaac Sayamalu and uh, Jason Kelsey, who I don't think either got hurt at all during this year. They were like the only two healthy ones. But like Kelsey, he's the like he's the, he like snaps the ball back, right? Yeah, so he's he, the, like, se- the center like, and the left guard. Yes, yeah, so they're not really players that you hear a lot about. Yeah, and they're not. I'm not saying they're bad players, but they're not I really mean, players that no particularly do a lot. Yeah, they're they're se. there to push the other team away. Yeah. Um. But, but like yeah, my- that, that's an important position in football, and, and on, like the centers are very important. A lot of times they are 
I mean, aren't they the first line between the the opposing team's defense and the quarterback? Yeah, well, they're yeah. the most direct line, but also they the center is usually very responsible for help, along with the quarterback for calling out the protection for the offensive lineman and knowing which of the like seven or eight guys that are right up near them are the ones that they need to block. I didn't realize and, that. Like which especially on passing plays like run plays are usually designed hey we are trying to make a hole in this very specific spot so three of our guys are going one way the other two are going one way whereas with a passing whatever. play it's like okay well you need to keep the quarterback untouched for so, five, seconds like five seconds while people fucking yeah. run down the field so we need to either slide to one direction because there's five of the f- six guys coming four of them are coming on our right side so we all need to make like start blocking one guy over where we normally would or whatnot. So has Wentz actually had a full season uninjured yet? Did he, Te- technically. So I, I know year. technically this would be like he, he completed a regular season uninjured, but like, uh-huh. like has he gone like a football year without being injured? I mean, his rookie season. Is that the only one? Yeah. But he didn't really, he wasn't starter. He his played all season. 16 games. Was he? Yes. Was he the starter, or yes. did the starter get injured? No. What What team was that? Wasn't the Eagles? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. No, he was no. drafted to the Eagles. I even knew that. I, I didn't. I I honestly don't remember him playing sixteen games. Like I thought they it was... weren't very good his rookie year. They drafted Carson Wentz, and or well, they traded away Sam Bradford to be able to draft Carson Wentz. And all right. That. I completely forgot that year. I couldn't even, even tell you who the backup was that year. I, what was oh it? no, it was fucking Chase Daniel. That's who Cause it was. Two years ago, when they when they went to the Super Bowl, he lost. He got injured in like like two or three games out from the end of regular season, right? Yeah, yeah. something like that. And then wasn't last year the last game of regular season? He, he also got, didn't start the beginning of the year. Well, th- that that I knew, but like that was a pre-existing injury, not a like. Well, he yeah, didn't get was... injured in the beginning of the season. He was still recovering from right. the previous injury. Yeah, that was like the injury from the previous season he was still yeah. dealing with. And then, yeah, he got it was It was right again. before the playoffs. I remember that. Yeah. So, like, this One is the, the last fir- few this, this was his first playoff game, and he got injured in what, like, the first round of plays? He got uh, injured within the first five minutes. It was minutes. the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. no, it was first quarter. I think it was their first possession. I think it was the second. Yeah, was it, it was, was like the within the first five minutes of the game. I, I, and it's just, I feel so bad for him because as he's like walking off the field, apparently he was apologizing. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. He was like, dude, you got hit illegally. You don't have to apologize. You may have a concussion. It's not your fault. Did, and didn't like, he actually finish the downs? He yeah, finished, he finished sure. that. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what that that's considered. Like what, a, like a full set of downs is the possession. Okay, possession. A drive. Yeah, he finished a drive and ended up like having like. Uh, does he have a concussion? Yes, did, he did. Get, yeah. yeah, that's why he wasn't allowed back in the game. Yeah, yeah. It, if he, he didn't, he would have been allowed lap, allowed back in the game. I, I just wasn't sure if they were sure if he had a concussion, which is why they took him back. Well, they mm-hmm. weren't, and that's why they took him back. Yeah, it was like in the third they quarter they out. announced that he was okay. permanently out of the game. Yeah, and it's just, it sucks so bad. And then I didn't realize their backup now was like a 40-year-old dude who retired. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and their third string has been injured all season. Fucking really? Yeah, so no. if... if, if uh, no, he's been healthy since week three. Oh, I thought, <laughs> my dad was saying he was injured. No. Like, we didn't have a third string. You just don't really... 
I mean, is your third string basically the... practice squad until something goes wrong? <laughs> Pretty much. But that was but, the entire Eagles team. But also, with the way NFL roster rules are, and you can only have 48 active players on a game day, you don't usually have... A lot of teams don't even actually have three quarterbacks on their roster to begin with. Does, does the practice squad count as roster? No. They're okay. separate. But they normally, like, you wouldn't be able to be on the practice squad and then play in a game. You'd have to get called up, basically. Like, kind of how, like, baseball calls players up from yeah, the minors. But, like, they, they but can do that, like, the, the day, day before a game yeah. the same way, like, baseball can. Mm-hmm. But you would then also need to deactivate a player from your your... But it like fifty three man roster. If like if Wentz is injured and he's out for six games, isn't he just technically disabled, or do they actually have to like declare that he is not part of the roster? Uh, no. So with NFL, they would have to put him on injured reserve. Okay, so which is similar to what baseball does. Yeah. Well, but uh, uh, NFL, it's injured reserve is eight games. You can't miss less than eight games. Oh, so you have to be out for reserve. an extended. Like yeah. you basically have to miss the, half the season to. Yeah. And that's even a new thing. Like, it used to be, if you get put on injured reserve, you're done for the season. So, like, if you're, if you have an injury that you know you're just going to be out for two games, you, they just have to go without a backup for that position? Uh, yeah, or cut a player from a different position and sign someone. Yeah. Which, my favorite meme of all of this, and this was posted just after Wentz got injured. It was brace yourself for the most dangerous offense in the playoffs. And initially it said Carson Wentz, Boston Scott, and three dudes we found at the Wawa. Uh-huh. Then it crossed off Carson Wentz and crossed off three and wrote four. And it was just Boston Scott and four dudes we found at a Wawa. I, I saw that one without the cross out with just Carson Wentz. And, but, um, I, I, I particularly like the one after the game where it was a picture of Carson Wentz and it said touch Carson Wentz. And when you, when you touch the picture to like see the full thing, it was a picture, the bottom picture was him lying on the ground. Um, it said, not that hard, he's fragile. Yeah. Um, but, uh, away from, from the Eagles losing again, um, I went and saw, or I didn't go and saw, um, yeah, I mean, we you, watched. You could say you went and saw this. No, no, I sat on my couch. Oh, yeah, you I, went to your couch. Yeah, I guess that's true. And went um, out of your way to decide to watch it. I watched, uh, Joker last night. Nice. Um, have either of you guys seen that? I haven't. Hell no. <laughs> I, I want to, I haven't gotten around to it. Um, I see why, why it's getting, like, the accolades that it got like i understand i see why joaquin phoenix got like the golden globe for best actor i don't think honestly i think there are other people that should have gotten it over him yeah um i didn't particularly love that movie like it honestly like i wouldn't recommend anybody watch that movie unless they really want to watch it Mm -hmm. there were some some kind of like cool little nods like i didn't know some of the things that were going like some of the, the they're not even Easter eggs, but just some of the references I didn't know were going to be in that that were just like, oh, okay. Like, I, I get that. Yeah. Um, the movie as a whole, though, was just, I don't know, not great. Cause it, it, like, I mean, like a lot of media was saying, like, it kind of romanticized a dude that had, he, he had a lot of mental problems. Yeah. Like, and like, most of them weren't his fault. Like, like in the beginning of the movie, like, you, you kind of basically find out that, like, he hasn't, actual like mental disability he is a disabled person that people just treat like absolute shit all the time Mm -hmm. and like i don't know the only thing this movie kind of did was kind of like emphasize the fact that people that like need some sort of like psychological help should get that help like that's all (laughs) yeah because yeah the rest of the movie was just it was violence for the sake of violence 
and it it did it just kind of romanticized like a dude going crazy and murdering a bunch of people and kind of not giving a shit about yeah like you n- not counting like internet what i've heard on the internet because i haven't really looked it up on the internet based on people i know who have seen it like you are the first person to say it it wasn't it wasn't great like it like, wasn't like like you it you can understand it being where it is but you didn't like it you're the first person i'm hearing saying like that you didn't like it everyone else i've talked to are like it's a really good movie uh, it's great blah 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 and i'm like yeah i just look there were things that happened like it's a well-made movie yeah. Um. Like some of the some of the quote unquote twists are just kind of like, oh shit! I didn't realize that was a thing that happened. But I just think like the characterization of like this Joker was just so like the Joker in comics is yes he's a, he, he's a hom- homicidal maniac murders people all the time, but it's not so excuse me it's just not as visceral like and like you're never meant to sympathize sympathize with the Joker. Yeah, well, there's no actual legitimate, like, story behind the joke. Like, there's no, like, just like Wolverine. There's no established, yeah, like, like, just well, like Wolverine. Wolverine, like, unfortunately, has an established background. Well, yeah, now he does. But, but yeah, the Joker that- doesn't actually have a, an official, this is his origin. And, like, even, so, like, even, like, just meta, like, Joaquin Phoenix says, like, he believes this is the Joker. But, um, I forget the guy that directed the movie. I, 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 I don't remember. Um, uh, Phillips something. Todd Phillips, maybe? Yes. Yes. Um, he said that he does not believe this is the Joker, that, like, Batman's Joker is a different character. Mm-hmm. I just... But yeah, like, there have been some <coughs> hints at a possible, like, uh, uh, origin to the... Like, I know the Batman animated series had some sort of Joker origin. I mean, that- everything has always had, like, a pseudo-origin. The accepted one now... Like the the generally accepted origin is Batman helped create him kind of like in the eighty nine movie, um, where he was a guy he was the Red Hood, yeah, and Batman confronted him and he fell into the acid vat. Yeah, that I think that was the Batman animated uh, series had something similar. Like he was he was initially like he was a comedian. He no was... that that was that was the Killing Joke. Was that the Killing Joke? Yeah, I the, thought that was no like that that is the novel the Killing Joke. He was a failed comedian. He got roped into doing like a heist with some guys. They put him in the in the the classic red hood, like the conehead mm-hmm. red hood thing. Yeah, he got knocked into the vat by Batman and then lost his mind and became the Joker. Yeah, I thought that I like I've seen it in animated form. I wasn't and that I, was like, the the Killing Joke. I, like I never seen the Killing Joke movie, so I thought it would, like because it was in the style of the animated series. So I yeah. thought it was just from the series. Um, but yeah, like this movie did a lot of good things, like from like a film making standpoint but i I think the narrative was super flawed yeah like it sounds like they went a little heavy-handed on like 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 there needs to be a discussion in this country about mental health and i I feel like they went heavy-handed on the fact that like there needs to be a discussion on mental health but here people with mental health issues are going to flat out murder you type like like that's the way it sounds no like like, honestly that's how it's portrayed it's like mental health is an issue like it's already stigmatized in this country. No matter what, no matter in what sort yeah. of like like um area that you may fall, like anything to do with mental health is just like st- it's stigmatized. Like yeah. people are afraid to talk about it in a lot of senses. Yeah. And this movie was just a this movie like, talked about it, but talked about it in a way that made it worse. In my yeah, opinion. because like because it's like oh 
people with mental health issues are just going to go crazy if they don't seek help. But so, like, but, like no, but people also treated so this no, no, guy no. poorly. So that's that's not how it how it plays out. So the problem is, so the movie starts out, he is like court mandated like therapy sessions Mm -hmm. or counseling sessions at the very least where like he is on a medication he's apparently on several medications um and like he he makes a comment like he wants he wants more he wants he wants more or better medications because he doesn't want to always feel terrible Mm -hmm. and it's like it's stuff like that where like you sympathize with this guy like he's not actually a like at that point in the movie it's like oh he's not a bad guy like something is wrong. Yeah. He doesn't want to be that way. Yeah. Because he's not violent in the beginning of the movie. He literally wants to be a stand-up comedian, and he's a clown for like to make money. Yeah. And yeah, he's just the first hour of the movie is literally people just shitting on him all the time, um, beating him up, um, lying to him, treating him like garbage, like just fuck. Like there is one scene, and it's in the previews where he's on like the bus or something like that. And, like, he's playing, like, like not peekaboo, but, like, with, like, a, a young child in the seat in front of him who had turned around in his seat and was staring at him. Like, he's making mm. faces and, like, joking around. Yeah. And, like, the kid's laughing. Like, the kid's obviously enjoying it. And the mother turns around and yells at the guy says, stop bothering my kid. And, like, treats him like a complete piece of shit. Yeah. For no fucking reason. And it's, like, they do that to make him, like, sympathetic. But then when he finally does snap, it's just, it's, like, gone, like, he went, like, zero to 60 yeah. Like, the first time he kills people, not that it's justified, but, like, the first two that it happens with, it's it's more self-defense than just, like, like crazy, like, murder yeah. spree. And then, like, that scene just plays out too long to the point where it does become just him exercising, like, the power to end someone's life. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's another long stretch of the movie where, like, nothing like that happens again. And then at the end, it's, he's finally just like, oh, yep, no, I'm done. And he just starts fucking killing everybody. Not everybody, obviously, yeah. but, like, the people that he runs into, like, he causes a whole bunch of death and destruction. And meanwhile, like, the the whole city during all of this is just kind of, like, cascading into more and more madness as, like, him killing these three rich guys on a train sparks this movement of, like, lots of people dressing up like clowns and causing chaos and destruction everywhere. Yeah. Like it I see what they were trying to do. It was a well-done movie from like a like a cinem- like cinematic standpoint. Yeah. But like the narrative of that movie was just not good. Yeah. I can I can understand that. Yeah. I've, but at I, one at one point with the whole like therapy thing, like the lady's just like, "Oh yeah, no, they took our funding away, so you're on your own. Good luck." Yeah. Like, and, and that's that's like part of the shittiness of this country and how they do like mental health treatment and and such like if i wanted to go speak to a therapist i get three sessions covered under my health insurance i think that's it like three one-hour sessions which i mean sounds pretty average for health insurance and then anything after that i have to pay whatever the hourly rate is which is hundreds of dollars that sucks mine is it's literally the same copay as a normal ass doctor i I have to 25 dollar copay yeah, like I'd which have to... is probably better than most. Oh, that's amazing! Like, yeah, I like... have to double check it, but I do know, like, like seeing like therapy and mental health, like in my insurance at least, kind of friggin' sucks. Like, I never looked into that sort of stuff with mine, but I know, like, any sort of specialist for mine, like, it's shitty coverage for that stuff. Oh, my specialist is fifty dollars. Like, health insurance sucks because, like, specialist for me, it's $30 to see a family doctor. Specialist is, th- is 50 And if I want to go to urgent care, 
That's a specialist. Really? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's how mine is. So. Urgent care for me is actually the cheapest way to go to a doctor. Yeah. Um. Well, specifically, like the Med Express right there in um Audubon mm-hmm. or Mountie from. Um. Yeah. Because so because they are at least franchised up and down the East Coast. My actual insurance is carried by them, not just my nationwide carrier thing. So they're they're just a regular fucking doctor's visit. It's a twenty dollar copay. Yeah, mine. Whereas is- whereas no doctors down here. For me, anyway, it is very hard to find somebody that takes my fucking insurance around here. Right, because your company's based in Boston. Yeah, and actually, I think it's gotten better because now our like nationwide provider is Cigna, which is okay. yeah. actually a known like, company. But before that, it was like a it it was legitimately hard to find doctors around here, and because a lot of places are just not good at paying attention, they never try to run it as what they're supposed to. Hmm. Like, they were constantly running my insurance as the, like, primary company that's not covered down here to the point where, like, I would get these $1,000 bills that I had to keep sending back with, like, photocopies of me, like, highlighting what they're supposed to fucking run it as. Mm -hmm. And then they'd still come back and be like, oh, yeah, no, we don't take such and such. I'm like, how is it this fucking hard to do your job? Like, I highlighted what you're supposed to type in. <laughs> and, and that's like, that's the, my, my primary doctor. I used Kennedy Jefferson. They have 50 offices in the area. So if I needed to see a doctor, I can just go to the doctor and pay that. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be my specific doctor all the time, but it's a doctor in my network. But like, I don't know. It's just, it, it's, it's dumb that I, if, if I want, if I didn't have Jefferson and Kennedy and I wanted to see my doctor, I'd have to spend $50 for a Med Express. Or wait three days to see my doctor at whatever doctor office. Like, yeah. I, it, and it, the dumbest thing is they're promoting a system where we can text somebody and there's a doctor that's a doctor quote that's on call all the time and you can text them and tell them what's wrong and they'll prescribe you medicine without seeing you. Yeah. I mean, I, I know a lot of places are trying to do weird shit like that. I mean, so Aetna has a teledoc service where they have a separate app, and you can either video call or just audio call and talk to a doctor. Will can write you a prescription? I'm sure it's probably like they're probably not going to write you a painkiller prescription. No. they're going to write you antibiotics yeah. if yeah. it sounds like you have a virus. Yeah, but it's like, and I'm sure like they'll ask you, "Do you have any allergies?" and blah blah blah, and this and that. But it's like, still, like a doctor, you, there, there's no way. Like a video call is one thing, but texting somebody. Or they don't even hear your voice and hear how you sound. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I don't disagree with you entirely. But at the same time, it's like, if I have a sinus infection, and I know it's a sinus infection, and I text them, I'm, I'm just like, I have, you know, sore throat, stuffiness, pressure here, like all the symptoms of a sinus infection. A regular doctor is going to do a bunch of unnecessary stuff and then go, yeah, that's a sinus infection. Here's an antibiotic. Yeah. So like, for this to just cut out that part of it and just get a script for an antibiotic makes sense but it's like yeah. if, if you go in there and maybe you have like like when you had like your tonsils out mm-hmm. like that was did you go d- did you initially get that started because like you had been sick multiple times and like your doctor finally said oh this looks like a problem we should have them out yes and no like yes I did get a lot of uh, cases of strep throat but it was also conjunction of trying to figure out things to try and clear up my headaches Oh, okay. So, so like that, but that is even then, like that is a different case. Like you had different sy- sy- symptoms, and they were trying to like alleviate mm-hmm. a possible cause. 
Whereas, like, if you were just texting somebody all, all the time, you're going to get a different fucking person responding every time. Yeah. It's like, I have a sore throat. I think it's strep throat. They're like, all right, here's the antibiotic for strep throat. Yeah. And then, like, maybe, like, you never talk to the same person enough to actually get, like, oh, yeah, no, if you just have your tonsils out, it'll suck for a month, but then you're probably not going to get strep throat anymore. Or at least not frequently like you've been getting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I I honestly would not recommend the Joker to anybody. Mm-hmm. It's so, so what about to me somebody who doesn't like shows about shitty people and shitty life? Like No, that that's Yeah. Like honestly like, like I I I'm I find some instances of uh it's always sunny funny, but I don't really super enjoy watching it cuz they're shitty people. Yes, yeah, so, like, so I like that's the thing. Like I find always sunny funny because like they they never make out they never get ahead on anything mm-hmm. this almost seems like he kind of wins in the end he doesn't necessarily but he kind of does yeah. and i'm not calling him a shitty person he no i mean like at a certain like point the the whole situation is just it's gonna make me feel so bad and i don't want to watch a movie that's gonna make me feel bad you know like this movie will everything about this movie will make you feel bad yeah because like his entire life kind of fucking sucks mm-hmm. like from child like i don't just mean like his current life like even as a child his life really sucked Mm-hmm. Everyone lied to him, treated him like shit. Like he, like he is legitimately a tragic character in a lot of senses. But like the way it's handled is just, I I didn't think it was very good. Yeah. So yeah. Um. The last thing we have though is next week there is a Nintendo Direct for Pokemon. Yeah, it's twenty minutes. Well, I'm sorry, not next week. It's, it's fucking tomorrow. It's, it's tomorrow. It's at like nine o'clock in the morning. So today. At nine o'clock in the morning, or whatever. Probably after to, this is posted. Yeah, if you're listening or before to this, this is posted. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, um, it's going to be about 20 minutes long, all about Pokemon, uh, either probably nothing but phone apps, or maybe some possible Sword and Shield DLC. So, my my, my expectation is they're going to talk more about Pokemon Sleep, because we haven't heard about that in a while. Mm-hmm. They're going to announce some sort of expansion for Pokemon Home for the, for the Switch, because mm-hmm. that's supposed to be happening. And then maybe either something for Pokemon Go or for, um, what was that other mobile game, Master, Pokemon Masters? Yeah. Um, I really don't think we're going to see anything for Sword or Shield. I mean, I, I, I can hope that there might be some form of, like, probably not, but hopefully free DLC content, like new, new mods gonna be added into Pokemon Sword and Shield. But I, I know it's too early for them to announce, like, hey, here's this generation's expanded game. It's way too early no. for that, so I know that's not happening. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Do Does the second game of a generation usually come the, the year after or two years after? I think it's usually the year after. Maybe it's like a year and I a feel half. like it was two, like it was usually like, like new gen, year off, second iteration, year off, new gen. But I also feel like at a certain point that whole thing kind of like got weird. Cause like we had let's go last year. But the year before that, we had um, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. So, uh, Black and White came out in 2010. Black and White 2 came out in 2012. So Okay, so there was a year it between was, It was about a year plus. And then I believe it was... So, we had X and Y, and then the follow-up was um, Alpha Alpha Ruby and Omega, Saf- Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Yeah. Whatever those were fucking called. Yeah. And then it was Sun and Moon. And, and then, then it was Ultra, Ultra Sun, Sun and, and Moon. Moon which... And then the year after Ultra Sun and Moon was Let's Go. Yeah. And then the year after that was Sword and Shield. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree. I don't think we're going to hear about a new game. Um, two things that would be really cool if we heard about, like, would be DLC for Sword and Shield. 
that either added more Pokemon and maybe, like, expanded the wild area somehow. Like, if they added, like, another region of wild area to the map somehow. Yeah. Or, um, actually, um, one of the reviews editors, um, actually the reviews editor for GameSpot um, on their um, their weekly podcast um, pitched this. So, the Galar region is supposed to be England. Yeah. Like, that. that's what it's modeled after. Mm-hmm. X and Y's region was France. X and Y, or I'm sorry, France and England are connected by a train. So, it would be really cool if there was, like, paid DLC that lets you go explore... Um, Kalos, Kalos. Yeah, that wouldn't. That'd be pretty sweet. Because you figure, so in Gold and Silver, after you complete the main game, you can take the train from Goldenrod to Saffron City. Yeah, and explore Kanto. So it'd be cool if you know maybe like twenty dollar DLC where you got to take a. This game has plenty of fucking train stations. Oh yeah, where you get to take a train south from like um whatever your starting town is, and end up because. If I remember correctly, there is a train station in one of the cities in the Kalos region, too, mm-hmm. that could be, like, that surrogate for it. Like, that would just be, that would be super cool. That would yeah. be, like, a, a nice little way to extend the life of that game, give people something new to go see. A reason to have new Pokemon. Yeah, and, like, tie tie two different generations together. Yeah. And, just real quick, Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon were a year apart from each other. Oh, were they? Yeah, 2016, 2017. And 2018 uh, was Let's Go, 2019 was Sword and Shield. Most of them were a year apart. Were they? Okay. Yeah. So, but, I, was Black and White the one that was two years apart? No, nah, there, there well, were a there couple was, in there that were two years apart, but... I'm the, sure there was something that came out in 2011 that wasn't Black and White too. No, Maybe. there. I don't... Maybe like a mystery dungeon or something like that. Maybe, but there weren't any remakes at the. Oh no! Oh. Di- so it's Soul Silver and Heart Gold came out between Diamond and Pearl and Platinum and Black and White. But um, I think so. If I remember correctly, Red and Blue came out in America, and then Yellow came out a year later, and then a year after that was Gold and Silver. But I think in Japan there were actually like Red and Blue came out a year earlier, mm-hmm. so there was actually two years between the actual Japanese releases of the games. I think could be. I'm not sure. Uh, yes, yeah. There's two years between Red, Red and, and green. green and Yellow, and then two years between or one year between Yellow and Gold and Silver. Because I think Yellow was '99 and Gold and Silver were 2000. Uh, so Yellow in Japan is '98. And gold and silver in Japan is 99. In North America, yellow is 99. Gold and silver are 2000. Still a year apart. Either either way. So, just going off the US release dates. So, gold and silver 2000. Crystal 2001. Ruby and Sapphire 2003. Fire Red Leaf Green 2004. Emerald 2005. Diamond and Pearl 07. Platinum 09. Heart Gold Soul Silver 2010. Black and White 2011. Black and White to 2012. I think what you're reading is off. I'm looking at the North America release dates. I just have basic release timeline on what... I'm on the Pokemon wiki article. So, Black and White in Japan... Black and White 1 in Japan was 2010. 22... Or Black and White 2 still didn't come out till 2012 for Japan. Yeah, because I think it was X and Y is when they started coming out basically the same time. Yeah, X and Y was a worldwide release. Yeah. In 2013, and then... Yeah, because that's the hard part with Pokemon games, is when you look at the timeline, a lot of times we're going to look at the North American timeline, but some places default to the Japanese. Yeah. Um, 
So actually, like this year, they could release really anything. They could release a remaster of a, or a remake of an old game. Which at this point, like, is it even worth remaking Diamond and Pearl? No, because like I, I mean, if anything, like I'd rather see them remake Gold and Silver again, the way they did um, Red and Blue with the Let's Go games. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather go explore Johto with the Sun and Moon engine and actually see the Pokemon in the overworld. Because, like, frankly, that would be fucking cool as shit to see, like, an Entei running through the fucking grass. Yeah. Like, not that that would pop, pop, potentially happen. They would probably still be a, um, like, a random Yeah, they Pokemon. would definitely be a random But still, kind. like, going into the, the burnt-out tower and finding the, the, the three legendary beasts in the basement and not just being the 1999 sprite work. Blob sprites. Yeah, just, like, black shadows and actually having, like, these three distinct creatures fucking scatter. Yeah. That would be fucking cool. I just realized, I didn't even think about it, there was never a third version for X and Y. Yeah, no, um... Yeah. And then, I mean, they got weird with them at one point, too, because X and Y never had a third version. Um, Black and White just had direct sequels. Yeah. So, it, like, technically it had two, and then so did Sun and Moon. I mean, was Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, were they actual sequels, or were they just, like, additional... Like alternate. I think they stories. were like alternate stories, but like, they could be taking place afterwards. Yeah, I can't. I can't totally. So I mean, remember. technically, Gold and Silver is a direct sequel to Red and Blue. Yeah, I guess so. Like the Pokemon timeline's fucked. It is. It's like, fun. but at least it's it's semi accurate. Like it's twenty years later is Sun and Moon because you you find adult Red and Blue in it. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like at a certain point in the game, you actually can run into Red and Blue in Sun and Moon. That's neat. Yeah, but like they're adult trainers now. Um. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, no, I don't really have anything else, I don't think. Drew? Nah. All right, then we're done. Good. All right, go house. home. Don't tell me to go home. I didn't tell you to go home. No, I, I told you to get out I of I told my... you guys to go home. You told us to get out of your house. Yeah, I just told you to get out of my house. I don't care where you go. Um. So, yeah, if you want to see or listen to more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us over at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with dollars, though, you can head over to your favorite podcast platform and rate us, review us, like us, subscribe to us, all that fun stuff. They all actually help. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all of those things. You can also find us on your favorite social medias, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Twitter and Instagram. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. And you can send us emails to social at one-quest.com. And yeah, we'll be back next week with something else to talk about, like a, the Pokemon Direct. Yeah, or uh, uh, also Crisis. Right. Um, and pretty much anything else, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye.